little fuck up of yours, Moses. This cost me millions of dollars. Millions. I'm very, very mad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I'll, I'll suck his... No, wait. If he's a cop, I'll suck your dick. I, I believe I'm somewhat close to that particular quote, am I not? <laughs> I don't think I did say that. Actually, no. Maybe Bledsoe said that. Here's your last meal. I hope you enjoy it. Oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> So, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Talented Slackers podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mondo, and to my right is... It's Francisco. And to my far right... It is Sunny. And we're back. Yay! Yay. Yay. So, we had to hit you up with that uh, James Conn uh, scene, uh, like, from uh, from uh, Bulletproof. The uh, Adam Sandler, Damon Wayans, Lethal Weapon, Wannabe movie. Uh Anyways, uh, what, what's been going on? I know, man, we uh, got some news. I know we got, we'll, we'll talk about the three deaths that just happened re- here recently. But yeah. uh, what's been going on in the, in the, in the world? Uh, Way too much. Yeah, a little bit too much, Way right? too much. Now, I know there's one piece of uh, uh, news that I think, I'm really surprised you did not bring this up. Maybe it you will now. freak me the fuck out. But I think you'll, you'll talk about it. I hope you go on a little rant here. Okay. <laughs> uh, CERN. Awesome. Yeah. Powered up its uh, laser, you but, know? Yeah, it's been powered up since April, but they they revamped it to where it's the strongest it's ever been set. Uh-huh. So they're colliding particles at a greatest rate ever known to man. Right. So <laughs> what, what is your what was your take on it? Well, Stephen Hawking said that uh, he was afraid. He was afraid. That it would open up a black hole because there's something called dark matter, which is called antimatter. Right. So, an ounce of a grain, an atom of antimatter, there it's theorized that it could have catastrophic event uh, uh-huh. caused by that. Uh, so, you know, obviously matter causes, you know, brings out life as we know it. You know, but antimatter is the total opposite of it. But we don't know exactly what it does. But it doesn't take a rocket scientist to kind of go down that path and hypothesize what it might do. Right. And it so, just takes a guy in a wheelchair. Yeah, well, and before you had that debilitating disease, <laughs> you, know, yeah. you probably would have taken it more seriously. He was, but he was saying that was the worst thing we could possibly do. Yeah. He said he was he was really afraid of that. And so, I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, from a dude who, who's like a... You know, that they're afraid too. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that it was Stephen Hawking that said that, I was like... Smartest man alive, you know, you see, say not to fuck with something. Maybe I'll listen to the smart guy. So let me go ahead and fuck with this. Just like every other horror yeah. movie ever. Wait, so CERN, is it, is it a circle like we were going to have in, uh, was it Waxahachie, Waco? Uh, Waco. Is it a circle or is it just a straight line like that other one that it's was? It's a circle. It's a wheel. Okay, that's actually, well, that's, gonna say that's what we want, but I don't want it to sound like I'm wanting the world to end. Yeah. Because there's, there's like this other theory that like. If you can speed up the atom to a certain point, that actually produces energy. Right, right. So what do you think would happen if, if like, they open up a portal and then, like, fucking predators come out and stuff? And well, it's Like actual predators? Yeah, like a predator, like, shh, oh, shit. They kill you all of us. Yeah. Actually, you know what? If I'm going to die, I'd rather die fighting a fucking predator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a fucking Apollo Creed wearing no shirt and just a puffy vest yeah. with two damn... <laughs> 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 with a fucking MP5. <laughs> But but if something bad were to happen, you'd be prepared, though, right? Uh, you know what? You're never prepared for stuff like that. Nothing. There's always somebody who's a better shooter, who's more prepared, a better weaponry, more ammo, more people. Yeah. So if you think you're ready, okay. that's how I know you're not ready. Okay. So uh, in your opinion, uh, should they should they be fucking with that stuff? 
No, I mean because your imagination is you know is the limit because we don't know. Yeah. If you do it, you know, you got to be prepared for the consequences. And why do, you know, a couple of hundred people get to decide what the world is going to go through? Yeah, yeah. You know, it, that's, you know, that's the whole thing. And, and, and it's like that for a certain amount of everything else, too. But, but yeah, dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm, giving, you, I'm giving you a theme song yeah, here. I like it. I like it. I like it. Play that music. It shit stops, man. But, yeah, I mean. It's it's one of those things where you can't you can't really predict what happens. Maybe nothing happens. I, I w- I'm hoping. I mean, I've already seen people post things saying, "Oh, it's the Mandela effect." Mandela effect is it? Like, well, that's always been. Lit. It's like that's how I remember. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. I just don't think anything good comes from smashing atoms. Yeah. Oh, I know a lot of good things come from come smashing. On, man. They uh, they smash some atoms up in the atmosphere. They're like either this will kill everybody or it'll be fine. And it was fine. Come on. Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, it's like you, you know, it's like Samuel L. Jackson in 187, you know? Yeah. You know, you, you're how many times are you going to be pulling the trigger before you actually take one in the head? Damn. <laughs> it's a good movie, by the way. You should watch it. That. It is a great movie. Great movie. Yeah, great know. soundtrack. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the songs that you, uh, one of the CDs you let me borrow, I found one of the songs uh, in the movie. Oh, it had to be probably Massive Attack, yeah. Yeah, Massive Attack. Yeah, that's why I threw that in there. I'm like, he's going to be like, what is this? I'm like, oh. you'll see. Actually, then, there should have been like two or three songs from that movie in there. I haven't, I haven't gone through all of them yet, mm. but uh, there was one that I heard, and I was like, "Hey, that's uh, that's from 187." Okay, Massive cool. Attack has a lot of good songs. Yeah, uh, true. But yeah, I was kind of freaked out by uh, by CERN. Should be this this last week, and I was like, "What should the be. fuck's going to You know, happen? what if you know, what if this is all predictive programming? All this Spider-Man, Marvel shit, all this Doctor Strange oh, crap. What if it's yeah. really predictive programming, and they're just trying to get used to the well, Sonny, it is. We're in a simulation. Gah. Well, they actually, with the God particle, they're proving that. Yeah. It's and if there is a simulation, you can't simulate something without a creator. Well, I just hope that we don't fuck around and... Fuck around and find out? Yeah. Dovetailing, <laughs> dovetailing that, the Georgia Guidestones. What, what is that about? Oh, yeah, the, somebody blew it up, right? Yeah, somebody blew it up. And then they had that shit leveled by the end of the same day. Yeah. That's the part that gets me. I'm like... Hold up. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's been people that didn't like it. They wanted it down. Which I, Why wouldn't def- anybody so, like so, it? So let me, let me ask yeah. you, because sometimes I feel like we're on opposite sides of things. So that's fine, because I respect your opinion, because you're not just some asshole that goes like, well, so-and-so said, therefore it's true. Like, yeah. you read shit. You're, you're knowledgeable. I learn a lot from this guy. I don't know if people yeah. know that. That's why we're friends. He's a smart dude. Yeah, smart guy. Like, if he was a dumbass, I'd be like, I can't use you. No. A lot of people feel like the Georgia Guidestones, a lot of people, whatever, uh, are, are evil. It, was that how you felt about it? Because to me, just quite literally reading them at face value, never mind the whole, well, who put that up and what are they trying to achieve? Ignoring all that. Literally, the words as stated, kind of not bad. Yeah, I, I understood it as, as, a, as a mantra of sustainability. Right. Yeah. I just don't agree with the premise of where they got their numbers and how they've done this. Oh, know, yeah. How, how they did it. I'll question that. What was it, like 500,000 500,000 people in the world. Like, keep keep the population below 500,000, I think, was what one of them literally said. And I'm like, okay, that's... 500 million, I think. Was it a million? 500 million. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Shit. Well, we've already 500, 500 million. There's seven and a half billion people in the world right, right now. So 500 million in this dense, vast land. You can fit seven billion people shoulder to shoulder within the borders of Texas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shit, so, they got how many of those? How many people do they have in China alone? Yeah. 
I don't know. Bill, you know, at least yeah. a billion, two billion, maybe. That's a lot of people, though. Okay, so I'm sorry for for the, yeah. the audience that doesn't know. Those things got put up. Uh, where? 1980. 1980. 19 feet tall. Oh, 19 feet three inches tall. Made from six granite slabs, weighing a total of 237,746 pounds. Jesus Christ. Structure was sometimes referred to as a quote unquote American Stonehenge. It was also believed that. By the creators that there was going to be an upcoming social nuclear neck. I don't know where this person is getting this. Like, who did they quote? Because Wikipedia. nobody knows who put it up. There's a foundation that 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 fronts it. That, ah, okay. That that. Although initially garnering little controversy, they ultimately became the subject of conspiracy theories alleging a connection to Satanism. <laughs> and then on the morning, oh, already on Wikipedia, on the morning of July 6, 2022, the Guidestones were heavily damaged in a bombing and were later dismantled on the same day. So those things were there for what, almost wow. 40 years? No, 42 years. Mm. Never got to see him. I thought uh, those. I always thought those things were like around for like since the pyramid ages. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, they have them in different languages. It's in do, Hebrew. Do they? It's okay. in English. There's a couple oh, other. Here we languages. go. Yeah, English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, traditional Chinese, and Russian. Okay, so some everybody can read that. <laughs> oh, here you go. According to the monument sponsors, the inscriptions are meant to guide humanity to conserve nature after a nuclear war. Which the creators thought was an imminent threat. Okay, that context, I got no problem with that. That makes total sense. Okay. Like, hey, shit's gone bad. This is what you need to do to keep going. Like, if again, if you, uh, here we go. Okay, the so somebody right. blew it up though. I mean, like, yeah, there was a silver car that they got on camera, like driving away right after it happened. So, okay, so they're never gonna catch them. No, the I doubt it. Maintain humanity under five hundred million in perpetual balance with nature. Not a bad rule. Like, right. like, like, fucking the Matrix said, we we're a fucking virus eating up. Well, here. how do you do that? Uh, yeah, we'll we'll come back to that. I'm just going down the road. I'm just going down the road. Yeah, yeah. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Not a bad idea. Unite humanity with a living new language. I can already see people going. Well, wait a minute. What about that tower back then? And Jesus had to take it down. Like Jesus wasn't alive then. That was Old Testament. You <laughs> Actually, Jesus was alive then. For the Tower Jesus of Babel? Jesus is always yeah. alive. Jesus <laughs> is a part of the Holy Trinity. He was there before when they spoke in. That you say that, time. how many people go, Jesus my Lord and Savior? What about the Holy Ghost? What are you talking about? <laughs> that, well, I'm not talking about those people because they don't know the Bible. Right. All I know is Jesus is Lord. There <laughs> 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 you go. Right here. Rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. At face value, nothing terrible. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Mm. Yeah, avoid petty laws and useless officials. <laughs> I mean, that's is that okay. a bad thing? That's right up my alley. How right many there. useless officials do I'm we have now? That's we, not a bad we thing. We fucked all those up. <laughs> Dude, okay, this is after nuclear. Like, yeah. Hey, after you guys fucked it up completely, go by this. Balance personal rights with social duties. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. And be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Okay. Well, you know, um, after a nuclear war, there ain't much of nature left. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, right? Up in, but, other than Antarctica? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that's its own conspiracy theory there. Right? Yeah. That's, 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 that's tons of fun research oh, there. Yeah. Oh, I've been doing that. Which that just reminded me of something I read yesterday that I didn't put in on the news that um there's some uh was it bacteria or was it enzymes it was something that's been frozen for thirty thousand years if not longer woke right up and yeah 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 they, they unfroze it they're like oh shit this thing's going they're like huh that can destroy a few things 
Yeah, we don't have to worry about it though. Yeah, yeah, it was so great to read. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. God. Yeah, I read that too. Jesus and they were Christ! Like, I think I read something about it. I was like, I'm not even gonna open that. <laughs> it's not necessarily what's on the stones. It's what the stones represent for me. Right. It represents somebody playing, playing God to say, hey, this is this is how I know this things will get better. You know, it's the ultimate. Your life doesn't matter. The life of the collective matters. If we all live in the beehive, then who gives a shit what happens to you personally? Well, and I don't, I don't like somebody to treat. You can treat me like that. Oh, that's fine. But for somebody to treat my kids like that, that's a different thing. Your life doesn't matter. It's about the greater good. Yeah. Well, what about the good for my, for my family? I love them more than anybody here, and I want them to have a good life. Fuck your life. It's about everybody else. God damn, dude. And that's what they, to me, that's what they say. Yeah. To me, that's what they say. That's my opinion. But knowing how, seeing people of wealth before and how they treat other people, even if they like you, I can see if they don't even know you, how they treat you. Yeah. Much less if they think that you're beneath them. And so... Oh, let them die of diabetes. Let them die of cancer. I don't care. They're not me. And they're, that's they're the people on the on the halo in in yeah. uh, Elysium. Well, couldn't think of the movie. Elysium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elysium. Yeah. Fuck them. They're just peons. They're just <laughs> eaters. They call us eaters, useless eaters. That used to be a line in a movie. Now, people are actually floating that idea on mainstream platforms. How what many, is what is that thing? The time machine, the people, the oh, the Molochs and the the, the Morlocks and the yeah. Eloys. Yeah, the Eloys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, I like the fact that I know he was going to go there, but it wasn't because he was thinking directly of that movie. He was thinking of Gary Sinise mentioning that movie in a whole other movie called Ransom. Ransom. Yeah, <laughs> I just watched that too. Yeah. You know, give me back my son. You know. Yeah. yeah. But, that, but that's that to me. The Guidestones there. You know. Yeah, that, that's great. Let's if you want to work as a collective, let's work to avoid that nuclear exchange or that world cataclysm event we can do everything that you know they say there's not enough resources i'm thinking horse shit there's plenty of resources the ability for people to make money that are hoarding the resources yeah. they're the problem yeah the yeah. governments that are hoarding the resources they're the problem. venezuela is not a poor country yeah. You know, that's a, that's an example. Venezuela, they say poor country, people are starving, whatever. But yeah, but the 10% of the people that own everything, own everything. So so what else do we got in the oh, news? Dude, so I, I wrote down so much shit. Uh, so anything else you guys know of that I don't, feel free. So right after the last podcast, 42 migrants found dead inside a tractor trailer outside of San Antonio. Yeah, that was a big deal, yeah. Fucked. Yeah, feel so bad for those people. Yeah. Never mind... What they may or may not, you know, have been doing. Yeah, people are dead. Legal-wise, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to harp on that because, like, that's fucked. And died horribly. Yeah, like, basically cooked. Cooked. Yeah. And roasted in there. Yeah, uh, well, so messed up. How, and what's our weather right now? 106? Uh, yeah, and is it as bad down there? Yeah. Yeah, uh, for the past, yeah. what, two weeks now? We've yeah. been over 100 degrees here. Yeah, Surprise, a predator isn't out there hunting. He us. probably is. We just don't know him because <laughs> yeah. he's invisible. Didn't you see the movie? We can't yeah. see him. <laughs> Well, you can see his outline a little bit. Danny I can, Glover, I can Danny hear Glover him. was like, you know, like just looking sort of like, oh, I can't see. I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to be like Bill Duke. <laughs> yeah. Those trees. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, somebody said that he was uh, dry shaving. Yeah. I don't want to say he was dry. I think it was hot enough to where you he know, was yeah, yeah, yeah. He was moisturized. Yeah, yeah, so there was lubricant there. It was just like, I think he was okay. Yeah. I wonder if he's so method if he really cut himself when he broke the razor. I would. I, I that, yeah. You know? So, did I... Maybe that'll be on my list here. I showed that to Taylor, and we got to that part, and she's like, holy shit. <laughs> I think you were saying something about that. Yeah. Especially with all the sweat. That shit hurt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, let's see. Uh, a rocket crashed on the moon, but NASA didn't know whose rocket it was. Goddamn Russians. Which, that's disturbing. Not that they're supposed to know everything, not that they do know everything, but was, they... My money's on Chinese. Yeah, I was yeah. the Chinese. They, they the kind of... Yeah, they generally keep track of what else shooting up in the air at least for for the u.s and the fact that they didn't know whose it was yeah who do, who do mama this rocket <laughs> <laughs> it is me this vladimir putin if i was uh if i was the president i'd be like who the mama this rocket <laughs> and some people would argue that's exactly how he would say it because <laughs> his ability to seek is going <laughs> you know it's funny i was watching this new show called the bear Oh yeah, uh, and uh, the restaurant has a, a poster of Mark for Death nice. <laughs> on the wall, nice. and I was like, I am, I am in on this show. Because so, like, he's like, I don't even think it's good, but I mean, they know quality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so uh, but yeah, if I was president, I, I'd throw in some Steven Seagalisms in there somewhere, and that would get you reelected. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, uh, no, no, yeah. Uh, let's see. A oh Jesus, a mother at a sandwich shop got shot for putting too much mayo on a sandwich. I heard about that. I can't remember where that was. It's I, about time motherfuckers actually fucking listen to orders. She <laughs> wait. She put too much mayo on. The yeah. Sandwich? So she was the sandwich maker. She was the sandwich artist. I don't know if it's a okay. subway. Word. I didn't. I didn't write down too much specifics because I'm like, man, we'll get caught up on everything. But yeah, she. The guy said, "Hey, make it like this light mayo." She didn't do it light enough. He left. Found that out. Bullshit. Came back. Damn. She should have said what uh, Manny said on Scarface. Like, she being a sandwich man. You <laughs> <laughs> should have just looked at him. Let me on. Yeah, <laughs> that's all he had to do. That's yeah. all he had to do. He didn't have to kill her. God damn! Mother I can't two. Came, are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's fucked. Antimatter makes you crazy. That's fucked up. That's I sent is. you. I sent you that little documentary on what some of the hypothesis a long time ago about Dude, what dark matter does. I saw. I saw it. And I was starting to watch like five minutes of it, and I was just like, nope, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I can't get into this, man. I'm like, did you send that to all of us or just him? I want to see that. Yeah. I think it was all of us, yeah. yeah it all, yeah. Oh, okay, see, there's so many links I get that, like, during the day, I'm like, I don't know what that is. I'll look at that later. And then later, it never comes. <laughs> it's, it's long. It's like 55 minutes. Yeah. No, I mean, I'll just see links. I'll be like, fuck, I got to get to that later. I can't pull that out of work. Um, so there's no telling what all cool shit I missed. Let's see. Uh, person, uh, I, apparently I had a Biden moment here. What the fuck? <laughs> Let me read this. Let me repeat that. I, okay, so what I have here is person to Philadelphia shot for driving too slow, but I guess I must have deleted some words there. I'm guessing somebody in Philadelphia got shot for driving too slow. Were they on the left lane? More often than not, when I'm seeing shooting news lately, I'll I'll mention it or I'll write it down just to mention it. But I'm like, that's just not that it's okay. It's not normalized, but that's where we are. Yeah. And again, this is for the time capsule. Exactly. People be like, so how? When did it get bad? Like apparently 2022 in the summer months, because that's when he kept talking about shootings all the time. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Someone. Oh, this was local. Uh, This was yeah, it's a couple weeks ago. Someone on the I-35 exchange overpass. where I-20 eastbound turns to I-35, there was a guy over there hanging out on that overpass like he was going to jump. Fucked up traffic for like two hours. That's the exit I take to get to my second job. Uh, 35 a- 220? No, I'm sorry. It's the other way. Yeah, going it, east. Yeah, yeah, like, going, like home. going home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's right. Yeah. What, wow. Are you serious? There was somebody just... 
Yeah, there, uh, there was a picture of him with his leg over the, what do they call the concrete barriers? Like, he's just right yeah. there. Like, all he has to do is throw the other leg over and he's Dude, dropping that's a, down. That's a that's a far jump right You just there. hear that goofy noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got to... Uh, I got to help out a different store that night, and that was like over there in that area. Really? Where one of that store is close enough to the freeway that, like, hey, you're going over to that neighborhood, just take, jump on the freeway, exit two, exits. Yeah. I get on the freeway, I pass the first exit, and all of a sudden I realize, oh shit, traffic's not moving. I'm like, oh shit, it's too late to get off on this other exit. It sucked. <laughs> what I didn't understand though is that, like I said, that was eastbound. So the guy jumping, potentially jumping, was in front of you going east, right? Yeah. When I finally got off and did what I did and got to the other side of the freeway to come back, why was the other side where the guy would have been behind them? Why was that back? People up? stopped to watch. Mm, let's see. Let's see. Radio Shack went viral for edgy tweets, and as we determined, somebody, Radio Shack. Yeah, weren't you? Why part don't of you that? go viral for opening up some stores? So yeah, <laughs> yeah right? exactly. apparently some we're... asshole that's behind some sort of NFT thing bought the the account, oh, and then they're just like. Uh, have you guys seen like Wendy's tweets over the past few years where they're like oh, yeah. roast people? They're that's funny. that's funny. Like they're well written. This was like a twelve year old tried to do a version of that and was just kind of like an asshole. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you can look up some of the tweets if you want. They're not okay. none of them really funny. It was just kind of like who the fuck is this? But that's what that was about. Let's see. There was a six point one earthquake in southern Iran, and I didn't get to see the aftermath of that. I haven't looked it up. So much like what was it Saudi Arabia last yeah. time? Yeah, you you were talking about that. Yeah, and but then the, I was like, is that normal for them to have earthquakes out there? I don't recall that, but I don't always keep up with the world news like I want. Like they're not like the San Francisco of, right? Of, I don't of Iraq or something. I don't recall that being the case, but I'm ignorant. Watch to a lot it of be stuff. military operations, dude. Just, I wouldn't be surprised. Describing you know? it as an earthquake, you know, it's a deep underground military base that got bunker busted, no, or maybe. Our old friend Tiger's Indy High was out there fucking I, around. You're the real Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger still is in the high. <laughs> Wait, so Tiger's still alive still? Yeah, okay, that, that works out. Let's see. Uh, I, I wrote it as Posh Suburb. That's fucked up with me. Posh Suburb shot up during July 4th parade. Um, the place north of Chicago. I already don't Highland Park. Chicago. Park. North. <laughs> of, well, so a lot of people, well, Chicago, of course. Yeah, like, no, this was like. North Chicago. This would be like, lake. what would be the equivalent here? Would it be that like would Trophy be, Club or something? That would actually kind of be Lake Highlands. Okay. Highland okay. Park, which is north SMU area. Yeah. So like, yeah, Fourth of July parade, somebody got shot there. And then was that the guy that when they caught him, they showed pictures of like social media? That's yeah. what I thought you were talking about a while ago with the Waldo outfit. Was that him? Oh, no. I was just doing what's in my head. So there was some guy. They just that, happened like, to look like that. <laughs> some guy literally was dressed as Waldo like for Halloween or something. Like it was a picture and I think it was the shooter from this parade. Oh, no. That's coincidence. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, segue. <laughs> oh, so speaking of. Real skinny yeah. looking motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was Looked a like Ezra he, he was he, yeah he was yes. a, he was a fucking you know hate conservatives kill yeah conservatives. yeah yeah, yeah. That, I, I went strapped uh, I had the, I had the rifle in the uh, I, minivan rifles in the in the in the compartment underneath the trunk nice. and I had my nine millimeter strapped on my side I I didn't even enjoy the fireworks I was just looking God around. damn because <laughs> you know it's it, you're in you're in an area in a parking lot there that it's one way in one way uh-huh. out. You go in there and you filter every, you know, if you're if you're a shooter, that's where you that's where you want to be, one way in, one way out. You're getting people as they're coming out. So uh, there was the minion trend, which the first video I saw yeah. was actually one guy in a suit and a whole bunch of guys in yellow and blue looking like minions. Yeah. But then apparently, for those that don't know, it was a whole bunch of people just showing up to the theaters in suits, and then somehow that became disruptive, and the theater 
owners were saying, hey, if you're showing up dressed up for the movie, you can't come I don't in. understand what, what the big deal was. Like, So I know at a couple of theaters, supposedly those assholes, the ones that were dressed up, like left like a huge mess inside the theater and were throwing stuff throughout and supposedly. But I'm pretty sure that was, I, I can't say I'm pretty sure because I don't know. That was possibly like some outliers, much like with anything. Like I go to the movies a lot. You, I argue, do the same. Right. Is there always a mess in there? No. No. But not. do you see that often enough that you're like, oh, that's a that's a problem that the people that you know clean up have to deal with? Maybe, I do. Maybe with because uh, I I saw a tweet that one of the Avengers movies came out and they said, please be mindful of you know the 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 mess you leave. Yeah. And it's all oh, th- those motherfuckers are doing it. Well, no, know? that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and of course he had to say it was the Marvel people. Yeah. Which <laughs> typically they're taking people under the age of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, just yeah, to have yeah, people yeah. clean up after them. I'll eyeball as I'm leaving the theater, I'm like, because uh, my fat ass almost always buys a bucket of popcorn. So I'm like, <laughs> let, me, let me take that. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, I think we all do. Yeah. But I'm like, when you're but with do you me, get a refill? No, yeah. No. Like, no, what the fuck's wrong with the refill? Let's hold on. There's nothing wrong with the refill. Let's get a refill. What's the problem? Ask me about the time I showed up with the refill along with the thing when Damn. I went into the movie in the first place. You know, were they looking at you when you're walking up slowly, all happily, you're a yeah. fat man? You know, yeah. the like, look at this uh, fat motherfucker right here. Two of those. Yeah, right that, that's, that's arguably like a real story when I took my <laughs> uncle and cousin to see Dunkirk and the lady behind the counter. You want your refill? I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, you get a free refill, but like that, you don't have to come back and miss the movie here. You want your refill? I'll give it to you right now. So they were like, hey, we don't need popcorn. We're not hungry. I'm like, well, I'm getting popcorn. And then my ass didn't just show up with popcorn. I walked in the theater with two buckets wow. of popcorn and you know, they immediately busted out laughing you know it's the pinche gordo yeah. Yeah. And yeah I'm like, like he's oh. so happy look at him just, that's literally what they said like, like you had the biggest like, smile on your face well he didn't say he was burying his face in each bucket as yeah. he was walking up the stairs <laughs> doing that lizard <laughs> lizard tongue just plucking him up but do you go next level and cut the dill pickle in half and put the pickle juice inside of the deal oh dude that's an idea no. right there yeah because yeah, I don't like pickles but that's just me but I mean if that oh, sounds good to you spicy dill pickle you that? put that in there yeah, that I, sounds... I, I could see that if i like that flavor i'd be like fuck yeah that sounds bad fucking my mexican ass <laughs> a little <laughs> bottle of cholula yeah all you see is that tiktok video of the mexican music <laughs> <laughs> let's see after the minion trend uh i put it oh this is where things got real interesting over the past few days the uk prime minister boris johnson resigned after a basically a mutiny in his party this asshole has been. How long has he been uh, as that position? Sixteen, because like, he got he got elected at the same time. Orange man got elected. Okay, and he's been not scorned. What's the one I'm looking for? The press doesn't seem to like him. But then again, especially UK press, they'll just harp on or yeah. uh, seize on anything to make a headline and get. But their, nobody likes him. Damn. Yeah. Nobody. And so just the fact that he finally got to the point where like there were enough scandals that he'd been a, accused of that he he's resigning. I'm like, oh shit. Like that's that's significant. I realize it's not directly affecting us, but in a sense, it kind of does. But woo, that didn't expect to read that. All right, but that was the end of my news. What else did you guys have? Wow, I got got nothing else with that. You know, the fucking Astros beat the two teams in New York. Fucking out of out of uh, eleven games, they went nine and two. So fuck you, New York, bitch ass. (laughs) You said the two teams, so the Mets and the and the Yankees. No, fuck the Yankees. Yeah, fucking Altuve's your daddy, motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about your people that passed. Even though we've been talking an hour and a half now. My people? Oh. Yeah, all the, the names of the people that passed. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of uh, glossed over those. Yeah, no. Uh, let me just play a little mood music. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> With his nice, fancy, new-looking iPod. Dun, 
dun, it's probably worth like 700 bucks dust. now. No, no shit. They don't make them anymore. That another shit looks brand new. Dust. Yes. There we go. So, James Caan, Tony Sirico, and LQ Jones have passed away this this past uh, week. Which was sad. Yeah. I, we we were just talking about LQ Jones on uh, the Lone Wolf McQuaid episode. Yep. You know, and he was also in Casino. Oh, was he? He was the guy that demanded, asked uh, De Niro to get his uh, nephew or whatever back onto the casino. Oh, and then it was Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah, Joe Bob Briggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he was uh, he was always like every everything I seen him in. He's always like a cowboy or some yeah. sort of western type of uh, a movie that he's in. Yeah. So uh, yeah, LQ Jones. We were talking about him. We were like saying like he had that Sam Elliott quality to him. Mm-hmm. You know. And he had he was wearing moccasins while I was beating the shit out of a suspect. <laughs> so, but uh, it was just crazy because I I saw it last night and I was just like fuck like we were just talking about him. Yeah. And then uh, James Con, he passes away and I and I was just watching Honeymoon in Vegas. I've never seen that. Is it good? It's not bad. Like I know it was it was big when it came out, but it was like indecent proposal, but a different part, like, like, like a, a different side of it. Of it. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But. Uh, and then uh, Tony Sirico, of course. You, you guys know I love The Sopranos. That now he's guy. sniffing panties in heaven. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Episode of The Sopranos so where he's in, Adrian's, yeah. he's in Adriana's room and he's sniffing yes, her fucking underwear. <laughs> Michael Imperioli's like, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Tony, you got to apologize. Yeah. And it's funny, Sirico, the way he acted. Uh, like, I listened to the Talking Sopranos podcast and they just have stories about the guy. Yeah. That... He is all. He had his own hair done. He always wanted to make sure the the cologne he wore, everybody knew it, it was him coming around the corner. You know, like he's he like was, my son. deal. Like he was like a uncle. man's man. You, you know, just, you just reminded me of another news thing that came up. If I remember, by the time you're done talking, I'll talk about it. If okay. not, we can let it. What go. are you saying? What are you saying? No, no, keep going. <laughs> Type it. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, those three passed, and James Con being the, you know the the, the most uh, uh, prolific about all three of them. Uh, you know, he's been in Godfather, of course. The best, I think he was the best thing about Godfather. The original? Yeah. Maybe. Sentino. I can see why you would like him. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I mentioned the scene where, where, uh, the guy calls him and he says, uh, don't lose that temper of yours. And he's like, oh, don't worry. I'll wait. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I've always loved that scene. And I, I just like the way he was in the, in the, in the, in the movie. And everybody, I, I tell that to they're like, yeah, I can see why he's your favorite. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, that's supposed to be good. <laughs> The way you just asked that kind of stuff. I wanted to. Yeah. Name, I wanted to name my son Santino so I can call him Sonny. Yeah, I mean you, you, your name. Yeah, Sonny. Sonny. You know, it, uh, just uh, I don't know. James Con was always a. Uh, he had that quality about him, like he had that scum, scumbag, scumbagishness about him, like Holy in shit. a little dirty. But haven't Eraser. You, haven't you seen that gif of him like dancing around in roller skates and no, like, no I, shirt I, I, and I have, I haven't overalls? Seen that. No, I, I haven't seen that. You got to show me that. But uh, I think we're happy. <laughs> Eraser was one of my favorite Arnold movies. You know, it was uh, ninety summer of ninety six. Whenever I started really getting into movies, and I remember watching that, and I was like, I really, I really like this movie a whole lot. And I think the main reason is because is because of James Caan. Because there's a part where uh, the head of the witness protection, uh, the head of the marshals, tells James Caan says, "Hey, I want Kruger alive." And James Conn's got this face like, 
like you know like I, I'm not agreeing and I'm not saying yes or no you know like he's got he's got that look about him and I remember thinking I hate this fucking guy <laughs> you know and then of course Elf comes out and it's like he's still kind of a prick yeah. but he, he turns around you know <laughs> he's like what, what, what are you supposed to be a, a, a caroler or something you know like he's just so mean to the poor guy but uh, it's just James Conn was so so great you know and misery of course wasn't he in that reboot of that show Vegas he was. He was. Him and uh, Stallone. Stallone mm. had a small part in it. Wasn't no Scott shit? Conn in there? Yeah. I don't know if Scott Conn was, was in Was that there. not Timothy Oliphant, the other guy? Josh uh, Dumont. Josh Dumont, yeah. Uh, and I read a story that uh, one of the stuntmen uh, got injured on the set of Vegas. Oh, yeah? And he was at the hospital. And supposedly uh, James Conn would go to visit. And uh, he said that he wanted James Conn to leave. And they're like, why? Why do you want him to leave? He's like, because he kept making so many jokes. I, I keep hurting when I laugh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd always, I'd always remember that because uh, anytime I'd visit someone in the hospital, I, I would try to make them laugh too, you know. It's, it's because I always thought about what James Conn would do. Like, I guess that's what you do in a hospital. You try to keep spirits up. Spirits up. Man. Yeah, and uh, and of course, bulletproof. We we played the little clip at the beginning of the of, this, of the show, and uh, <laughs> consider this your last meal. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready to get his, he was ready to get some head. But uh yeah, James Conn, great actor, you know, he was still going strong uh, with his career there at the end. You know, he was still doing movies. He lived uh, how old was he? Uh he was seven uh, 82? was like seventy nine, I think. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about. And you know what? The moral of the story is he did a lot of blow. Did a lot of blow. Yeah. Lived to yeah. be an old man. Yeah, he was yeah. an old man. So do a lot of blow, people. <laughs> is that what is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, Keeps the weight know. down. Kept his metabolism uh, up. Yeah. Kept that heart and, moving. And it's funny. Uh, we saw Misery at the Dollar Movies, and I remember thinking, I don't, I don't want to see that movie. I heard it was like bad. Like kids shouldn't watch this movie. But my parents took us to go see it, and uh, I just remember seeing him on that bed. And I was thinking, man, this guy's a great actor. You know, like he's he's pretty cool. Like I didn't know who James Conn was back in the day. All I knew was like just some serious actor, and uh, I watched that one. I was just like, "Wow, he's really good." Even though Kathy Bates won the award, James Conn was like he was there too. Yeah. He he tossed he tossed the ball so she could knock it out of the park. Yeah, exactly. Without his performance, she can't do that performance. Yeah, and 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 the way he was in the movie, like she's outside, she's like, "Hey, Paul," in the snow <laughs> with the pig and everything, and then James Conn like flips her off. <laughs> here mr man yeah the way he he's reacting to her going nuts is perfect you know when she's all like here's a bastard of a jack you know like and then he's all like yeah they always do that with uh, cliff uh, they do that with cereals at the, at the end of those you know like it's she it, it's just perfect like you said he set her up she knocked out of the park yeah. and that was a, a perfect i guess like a two two person play you know, if you want to call call that a movie two-hander, yeah, I guess, I guess that's what it's called. I don't know. I like that. Educated like you are. That's, that's what that's called. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yeah. But oh, uh, see, here we go. Oh, what you got there? Uh, damn it! If I can get YouTube to cooperate, hold up. Uh, Jimmy Con, he's coming up in a couple. Of, this is the Playboy. What is it? What is the it Playboy's top? Roller Disco? Oh my God! Look at him! Look, dude, that the? that dude had his own room there. Half had his own suite there. Wow, I didn't know that. There's right. other footage. There was like a whole clip of him going for like 10, 15 seconds. That like, uh, oh, uh, a year or two ago, somebody tweeted about like 
who would be on the hip hop Mount Rushmore of people from the the 2010s, and he chimed in like a uh, future. And oh, I, I did hear about that. that? Yes, so it was yes. in response to that where somebody posted uh, footage of him being a badass on roller skates. Like, nah, man, because the fact that he came back, like, nobody tweets my tweets. This is all me. Nobody speaks for me. Right, right. Like, yeah. you think I don't have kids around here playing that shit all the That's time? That's right, yeah. I, did, I know I all this music. That. I did read that. And then um, people were like, oh, shit, James Conn's invited to the barbecue. And then they were like, nah, man, he's been at the barbecue. <laughs> and they showed this. Somebody he's posted an animated GIF of this thing that now that I've hit the button, I'm not going to see it anymore. But it's him in overalls, no shirt, and roller skates. Just fucking like he knew how to dance in roller skates. It was actually badass, except fucking YouTube doesn't want to cooperate. Yeah. Shit, yeah, man. But uh, and then of course I just watched him and uh, I've seen it before, but I watched it last night. Was a uh, thief, and he was just so good in that. You know, just per- he was a perfect Michael Mann actor to play to play a character in one of his movies. You know, and and he was and he was great. And uh, so uh, rest in peace, James Con. Stay hard, James. You guys, what what, uh, did, what movies? Is it, what what's y'all's favorite role of his? Sunny man, Sunny. Oh, oh, <laughs> Sunny. I, in in remembrance, I, I saw the Godfather after he passed away, Did just you? to just to you know get him and you know see him bite his fist. Oh. Yes, <laughs> when it beats up uh, Carlo, Fucking yeah, whoop Carlo's ass in front of his own neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know that that show, The Offer. They uh, brought up that fight scene, and the guy who played uh, uh, Carlo supposedly beat up somebody on the set yeah and uh the guy the producer albert ruddy went up to like uh, uh james Conn and said hey let me tell you a little something about carlo here you know and and supposedly yeah like broke james his Conn, rib yeah broke his rib roughed him up a little bit and it was just it was one of those like yeah i'm good you know that's you know you, you know mm-hmm. he did a fucking eight ball right before the scene so <laughs> yeah because he, you know. he didn't get tired at all that yeah was all, yeah that was a, take <laughs> there was there was an all there was a long one shot before they cut away when yeah. his ass. And the, there was the way he talked to you he's all like you stay away from my sister you know like you hit my sister again yeah that's it i'll kill you yeah that's right you know it's just he was he was great and I, was about, like, I believed him yeah <laughs> Is that is that the only uh, performance you like to have? No, no, no. He was he, Eraser's really good. Yeah. He did a lot of stuff. He plays the same dude, a hard ass. And yeah, I don't think he's acting. <laughs> I just yeah. think that's him. He was in uh, Middlemen uh, towards the. Uh, that was like the last recent movie of his that I saw. I think, and uh, he played a good scuzzball. That yeah, no, <laughs> that dude that. there is a mafioso man. Yeah. What about you? I'm actually having to look through to see what all he's been in. I'm going to go something stupid. Be like, oh, yeah, I liked him in Chapter 2, which I'm pretty sure I actually saw as a kid. Did you? And I'm like, why did I watch that? <laughs> it's like a, a guy that got divorced and then, like, started dating again. Oh, It was okay. like a slice of life movie, and I'm, okay. like, pretty sure I kinda saw like, that. Kind of like Nothing in Common, you know, those kind of movies? Yeah, I'm like, who let me watch this? <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, otherwise, just eyeballing the shit that I've seen that he's in... Um, the program, See, fucking the, the way program, of the young, the coach, yeah, the coach in the program. That's right. Uh, he just seems like a dude who will whoop your ass for real. Yeah, yeah. You he know, he's not acting like De Niro. He looks like a fake tough guy to me. You think so? I think he's a fake tough guy. He just he has the look. He yeah. just has the look. Okay. He's never had to fight a day wow. in his life. Yeah, but okay. Jimmy was into some shit when he was but, younger. Yeah, yeah. I heard his son beat up uh, his drug dealer. Wait. Start over. Scott Kahn beat up James Kahn's drug dealer and told him not to sell him anymore. Oh, shit. Nice. So, <laughs> oh, he was in Mickey Blue Eyes. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, Mickey Blue Eyes. Uh, Brian Song. Yeah. He's, you know, he Probably was in that one. Rollerball. The original Rollerball. Rollerball. Which I never saw, but yeah. I kind of want to now. 
Yeah, I did like him in Thief since I know I watched that Steve recently. Thief was great. Yeah. That was like, oh shit, we need more movies like that. Yeah. James Kong, Bottle Rocket. Bottle Rocket, <laughs> that's right. Wes Anderson. Yeah. I got to get him in that movie. He talked about, he, the, he, they gave Wes Anderson a, an award at the MTV Awards, yeah. and uh, James Cotton was like talking about him, saying he was such a great director and stuff. Oh, that's cool. So it was real nice. Because I can see them being like very different people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Flesh and Bone. I forgot he was in that movie. I don't even know if I've seen that I movie. I've seen that one. Like some sort of cowboy looking movie. Yeah, yeah. Dennis Quaid, I think? Yes, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And Meg Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. young Meg Sexy. Ryan. Uh, Tony Sirico, uh, his biggest role, I think, is uh, uh, The Sopranos. I know he was in Goodfellas uh, for for a brief moment. There's a part. So his big pussy. He was <laughs> he was bringing in the the. Uh, That's right. The coats. The coats. Yeah. Uh, Tony Sirico. It was the part where uh, uh, young uh, Ray is watching them, and he goes, uh, he, you know, he's messing with with Tootie. And uh, Paul comes out, mm. and he's all—he's just like they stop playing around, and he goes, "Shuffle, shuffle." He does right. That's that's uh, Tony Sirico. You know, he doesn't have the the, the the sides the sides yet, but in Sopranos, oh my god, man, he was just—I didn't know who he was, but uh, when I saw him, I was like, "He was my favorite cool. character." Yes, when first came out. yes, and uh, supposedly. Uh, he had a problem with uh, uh, a line that said uh, that he didn't want he didn't he wanted the actor who's playing to change the line. Oh yeah. He says uh, the the line said, "I don't like Polly. He's a bully." And he had a problem with with the word bully. He, oh yeah. He didn't want to be called a bully, so he was fine with the word with what they changed it to, which was psycho. <laughs> so that that's a, a, a little tidbit I got from talking Sopranos. Yeah, and they got so many stories about the guy. Seriously, they huh. they have like the guy is was a character. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that he didn't like this or he didn't like that, and it's some. It's not that he's being difficult. It's just being. It's like I can see why he would would think that. You know, anybody else would be like, it's just a word. You know, it's just. Yeah, yeah. and he also did not want his character to be a rat. Okay, you know, so that was another thing about Sirico that he was he was like that, and and I gotta say some of the stuff he did on Sopranos, like um, it's just a little simple scene, but he he's uh, they're at a fair or at this big uh, thing that the church threw, like a hamica sort of sort of, <laughs> you know, uh, y'all know, y'all remember those? Yes, yes, <laughs> they did the same thing on the show, and it was a bunch of vendors, you know, selling stuff, and this person was selling T-shirts, and he took down one of the T-shirts. He goes, hey. Give me uh, give me twelve of these uh, extra large, okay, and, and wrap them up. You know, it was just like he didn't even say please. He just just, just <laughs> snapped his fingers and and, yeah. uh, and then also there's a part where he finds out that his mom isn't his mom; it's his aunt. And his real mom, uh, you know, had him, okay. gave him up to his aunt, yeah. and she went on to become become a nun. And the way he talked to his mom, it, it's kind of heartbreaking, but it's also like only, only this guy I feel like could say that and just get away with it. <laughs> But he's like, fuck you too. You know, like the way he the way he just Meanwhile, unleashed he, his anger. He whooped the shit out of Christopher in the intervention for saying fuck you to his mom. Yeah. <laughs> yes. See, and it's just so crazy about his character. And and, and, and yeah, like uh, anytime someone's about to go against Tony, he'll say, don't do it, kid. Don't do it. You know, like it's just he was just always there you know that's what i liked about tony sirico it, 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 it's probably why he, he's also i mean every character on that show is my favorite but 
Tony Sirico was just he elevated his scene seriously. Yeah. I don't know. He was believable. It's him. Yeah, you know? yeah. Still not. You know, he he was an interior decorator in Czechoslovakia. Yeah. <laughs> and then the way he holds his hands yeah, like yeah. he does he does the 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 thing. Yeah, the, you know, the, the hand hands. that you put in your fingers together and like a little how do you say it in English? Yeah, so like, like, like the, the regular tie. You I don't know uh, how to say it in English. Uh, where all your 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 uh, digits touch. Yeah, all your digits are touching, and you're you're doing it's this. Like, hey, hey, and then you're doing this. Yes, and then, you know. And those then he hand does the, the the sunny the sunny move from Brock's yeah. tail when he's only talking with three fingers. Yeah, you know, he's like, "Hey, you come here, kid." You know, like just. Uh, so it's a it's a uh, you know they these three guys uh, lived. A long life, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Sirico was like, you know, they didn't live the healthiest life, but I bet you it was it was fucking badass. Great time, but they made it to their eighties. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Q Jones made it to ninety four. Yeah, which I'm surprised because I saw him in Lone Wolf McQuaid, then I saw him in uh, uh, Zorro, (laughs) and I'm just like, (laughs) movie keeps coming up. The guy looks the same. You know, (laughs) he still looks the same, and I was like. He's, when I saw that he would, he died, I was like, oh, shit. He was still alive. So that guy was alive not to remember not having TVs. To right. having Jesus. TVs. Yeah. To having color satellite. Yeah. Yeah, color. Yeah. He was there for it all. You know? he, saw, he saw Model T's as a young child on the, on the road still. <laughs> you know. <laughs> he saw a lot, dude. He saw people riding horses at one point, about five years old, so in he, the 20s. <laughs> he saw that shit circle back around to electric cars. Right. <laughs> Uh, what did you say yesterday in our uh, group message? Uh, you said I said bravo, yeah, sir. Bravo. Yeah, bravo. Yes. Yeah. So, so good for Shit, good for don't him. Don't be sad. That's a badass apartment exactly. there. Tony Sirico. Yeah. Those three guys. Yeah. You imagine the stories they have there. Oh man. <laughs> you imagine they fucking get the barbecue going and the beer going. And they're sitting in the porch. You know. Yeah. You imagine the stories. Oh, dude. And then he, uh, LQ Jones, had the best line in uh, uh, Long Wolf McQuaid. How would you like to? How would you like to bite that and develop uh, lockjaw? Be, yeah. dra- be dragged to death. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you could have been here for that. The way I, Fiona was like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> she, she was. Uh, yeah, she she, was, she was down for that. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she was like, "I'll give you lockjaw." Yes, yeah, she yeah. And then there was a uh, story I was telling about uh, my my ex wife's aunt talking about hispanics and i, I just took it out i was just saying it's not really uh pertaining anything to the podcast that's right it wasn't and in there okay i said uh i said like yeah she they were like hispanics are always mad because we got small dicks or something like that and i was just like he actually what? didn't say it that directly he, yeah he had a little <laughs> yeah i didn't want to say <laughs> a little subtlety and uh, uh so of course he took that out <laughs> so so uh so Fiona just says, well, why don't you ask your niece if she's got lockjaw? You know, and I was just like, oh, I remember hearing that. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to take that out. But I have to because it's not going to make sense. Yeah. But the way she, uh, she really like likes I the lockjaw thing. Women yeah. are meaner than men. Dude, I believe it, man. There's some things where I'm just, I look, dirty. I looked at Fiona and I was kind of like, you got some shit going on there. Okay, okay. So you did statistics there. You let that in. You just saw the the viewer rate kind of spike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even yeah. outside of Fort Worth. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, you, you know, they had a great life. So uh, rest in peace to those three gentlemen. Yeah, Absolutely. Man. Yeah, shit. Yeah. That's a lot of that's a lot of broads they went through. What do we watch this week? <laughs> <laughs> those pipes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what was Cisco? Okay, 
look, here's, here's my list of news from there to there. Uh-huh. Here's my list of here's shit I watched. Here's my list of stuff I watched. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more news than a lot of the... Very different size list. Okay. Yeah, it was mostly TV, matter of fact. So uh, what'd you check out? Uh, trying to keep up with Ms. Marvel. I'm actually behind an episode. I'm digging it. Again, it's for a particular audience. I didn't really read the comics, so I'm not bothered by the changes to it. I'm liking what they're doing. Sure, but like the chick, uh, the, the girl playing Miss Marvel, yeah. great actress. Okay. Yeah. She's, oh. uh, What's pa- up? did you say Pakistani? Or? Yeah, Pakistani, yeah. Okay. Do you know that that's, most of those episodes, not all of them, are delivered by your boys that did Bad Boys 3? Yeah. Okay, yeah. but he made a face saying that. Yeah, they so, sold out. So there's some... St- yeah, you're right. They shouldn't make money. They shouldn't try yeah, to be successful. What they the should just make action movies. I want to be uh, if you see this, they're doing pretty cool. Yeah, they're they're putting some some pizzazz in there. You can see their stamp on the series. Sauce. Huh? Somehow that made him go to sleep. I think they're also doing the Batwoman show. Or the Batwoman movie. Which maybe won't be a terrible thing. I heard the the uh, the early word on it is not very good. But that's just the early. Okay. I don't know. But is there style? Does their style show on the on the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, some of the like once I saw their names in the credits, I'm like, oh, no wonder because like how you were pointing out like for Bad Boys Three, some of that stuff it was like not that they took from him, but they tried to emulate maybe like Michael Bay's thing. Yeah. So some of that kind of style was in there. Okay. Oh, and then plus okay. like uh, I my favorite shot from Bad Boys Three was towards the end where they're having that shootout. And all of a sudden, somebody pointed the gun up, and the camera turned to stay with the gun. Yeah. Which I'm like, oh shit, we yeah. actually did something completely different. Yeah. They had a couple of shots like really? that. Really? Okay. Okay. Which not with the same context, but I'm like, oh, there's there's that thing you guys do. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's been yeah, I dig it. Cool. Um, go fucking figure. I told you guys I was watching this a while back. I started watching Woke. Yeah. Yeah. Show. I asked you what that was about. So yeah, black cartoonist uh, makes cartoons, no big deal. And then one day he gets tackled by the cops because they sus- they thought he was some other black guy that they were looking for, and roughed him up even though he wasn't the guy. And then that kind of woke him up like, oh shit, black people really have to go through shit. Like he was one of those like I've never had it happen to me. Yeah. You guys are just you know exaggerating. Till it happened to him. Uh, and then like he kind of went a little crazy because like his his uh, what do you call it the uh, the black sharpies, uh, voiced by J B Smoove. <laughs> like his sharpie would talk to him does like, he say motherfucker a lot he cusses yeah uh i know at one point he's in a liquor store and he sees like two bottles 240s and the they're both talking shit to him one's a guy one's a chick i forget who the voices are liquor stone i didn't say that but yes <laughs> <laughs> not in this episode but um yeah so it's a funny show i start watching it and then i find out season two's coming out i'm like oh i'm so behind they had time to make a second season so i finally finished the first season a couple weeks ago and I started the second season and then go figure they just announced the other day like we're canceling that show which I'm like are you kidding me uh, not that it has to keep going it's not like we left on a cliffhanger or something but there were a couple episodes in this second season that I'm like <laughs> like laughing out loud <laughs> because that's how funny the shit was like I couldn't believe I laughed that hard was that? that was how hard I laughed that's how he laughs actually dude yeah there was a I, can't, I think it's like episode four <laughs> This other character's dad shows up, and it's um, it's the guy, uh, this one black dude, I think was in The Wire. Uh, whoever's known for going, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. The Spike Lee guy. He is a dad, and they're like a homeless dad living out of his van and a whole bunch of other shit. Down by the river? Not homeless, homeless, <laughs> but like he's so against the system, he's not going to have a house. He's on, yeah. He's okay. off the grid. Yes, yeah, that, okay. there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like there was shit in there that had me dying. Wow. Like, the, like. 
I feel like the first season was better than the second season, but the laughs in the second season, some of those peaks got higher. Wow. Because okay. I laughed harder at some of the shit in the second season than the first, and I'm like, and then they canceled it. Like, you bitches. That's what I get. You for were it. just talking about. Uh, I hate that. See, that's why I don't. The show. I, 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 it takes me a lot to jump into a, a, a series on, on one of the streaming platforms because I don't know how long it's going to stay because the last thing I want is fucking, you know, entertainment blue balls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know, okay. you sit there, you get into a show, and all of a sudden they cancel it. About a boy. That was hilarious. Ah, okay. Great was, show. Was that yeah. uh, Mini Driver was the mom? Yeah. Okay, so I actually was watching that. Yeah. Oh, and then the, the guy was... I forgot his name. But he was in... Uh, he was a... There was another show that was on that, like, they let it play, like, 10 out of the 13 episodes, and then they took the fucking show off yeah. to put on the Paul Reiser show. Right. That lasted for, like, two episodes. Yeah. Um, I finally <laughs> I finished that show, Pen 15. Penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that one towards the end, it stopped being like funny, funny and got more about like the relationship between them and their friends and other stuff. So, That's like, serious. it wasn't in a bad way. Like, it yeah. was still a good show, but I'm like, ah, this is losing why I even watch this. Like, it's turning, I like, I forced myself to finish it just because it was yeah. there. I mean, it, it had some funny moments, but like, eh, whatever. Uh, I finally started this show that's been on Apple Plus like for a good while. 1971, the year music changed everything. Hmm. Good shit. Really good shit. Um, a whole bunch of like uh, pinnacle type songs came out that year. I'm like, oh, okay. Because it seemed like you guys just arbitrarily picked 1971, but then they kind of gave history of what was going on in the world at the time. Cream, bread. Oh, there you go. But uh, yeah, that 1971, I think it was only like six episodes. I expected it to be lo- When it ended, all of a sudden, the autoplay was like, oh, we're going to show you this other show now. I'm like, wait, is that it? Did I finish it? Uh, I mean, wow. it took me a few days because the episodes were like close to an hour each. Yeah. Which I'm amazed that I started it because it was like yeah you don't, like you don't you don't you were do talking about it, you don't do anything that. over 47 minutes like oh fuck mm. yeah but yeah <laughs> I was actually like damn I want more that was really interesting uh, I started only murders in the building on Hulu is that good actually funny who's yes that? Selena uh, Gomez Selena Gomez Steve Martin Steve Martin I'm, and Martin okay. Short someone recommended that one too. so I will tell you Selena Gomez some of her acting in there is like a little dodgy. Yeah, it's like, can you not act? But I know I've seen, like, episodes of her as a child in, like, what was it, the Waverly Place? Like, not that I expect, like, whatever, Oscar-caliber acting, but, like, some of the stuff, I'm like, you're kind of stiff. And then I was looking up to see if anybody else noticed that. I'm like, is it just me? Am I an asshole? And I found some Reddit threads, and then a couple people were speculating, like, well, that was around the time that, like, she came out saying that she had lupus, so maybe she was kind of going through some shit. I'm like, ah, okay. Like I'll give it a pass then because it wasn't. She was literally stiff. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, literally. No, she. Yeah, no, she had lupus. You're literally. Yeah. So I mean, like, I'll give it a pass because it wasn't like horrible to the point where I'm like, okay, this is jarring. But it was like, some of it was, it fit the character, and some of it was like, "Mm, that was an interesting way to. That was an interesting line choice. Yeah. Yeah, Interesting line reading there. Yeah. But funny, funny overall. I still haven't finished it. Um, There's all kinds of people in there, and fucking what's his name, Nathan Lane. Yeah. He's playing uh, like a, a deli owner, uh, not that it matters, like a straight deli owner. Like after seeing him for years play like... The birdcage? Yes. <laughs> playing some very, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, flamboyant? There you go. That's the exact word I'm looking for. Playing some really flamboyant roles. Seeing him play this, like holy shit, Nathan Lane, you're a badass. Because if I didn't know he wasn't, you know, gay, which I don't have a problem with. If I didn't know that, I wouldn't assume so just based off this role here. I'm like, who the fuck is this New York asshole? Yeah. I would love for Nathan Lane to be like my gay uncle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> he just sounds like he'd be fun to take out to the movies. Dude, you should watch him in this show because you're like, this guy's a dick, but I want to I want to meet this guy. I want to hang out at his deli. Yeah, it's really cool to see. If if more actors would just kind of st- like, I always notice that whenever an actor steps out and become plays an asshole, like mm-hmm. you know Tom Cruise did in uh, Tropic Thunder, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. they they shine. You know they're they're pretty good at it. I just you know? wish he had had a different voice. If he didn't sound quite like Tom Cruise, that would have been great. yeah, yeah. So far, but yeah, you, well, yeah, like, he did great at it. Some people tell me like I didn't know that was Tom Cruise. Like you didn't know that was Tom Cruise. Listen to the voice. Yeah, you know, I remember, like <laughs> I remember the people behind us. Oh shit, is that Tom Cruise? Yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> Central Park also on Apple Plus. I think I mentioned I started it before. Finally getting back to that. It's uh, done by the same, or animation-wise, it's done by the same people that does Bob's Burgers. Yeah. So if you're okay with how that looks, that's how this thing looks. Bob's Burgers. Dude, um, and the whole, like, so have you, you've watched the show? Bob's Which, Burgers? No, I mean, I've, I know that, I've never seen I know it. the animation. Every though. so often, they'll do like a musical number. So it's yeah. kind of like somebody said, well, wait a minute, what if we, people like those episodes, what if we kind of just made a whole musical show that's kind of what Central Park really? is. Okay. It's not singing throughout, but there is at least two, yeah, at least two songs in every episode. Like Family Guy, sometimes they'll put a musical number in there. Yeah, except this one, it's just like straight up, like there'll be at least two, if not three in every one. And then like some of the voices they got, uh, they really reached out to people that did musical theaters. So, like David Diggs, you know who that is? No. Uh, look him up. He's a black dude, long hair. He was in Hamilton. He played two different roles in Hamilton. Uh, he was in Snowpiercer, the TV show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know who that guy. About. Show him. David Diggs. Here yeah. Uh, he's one of the voices. He voices this old white uh, <laughs> maid for this rich lady. And the rich lady's got like some dude's voice I as well. Yeah, like the fact that they got him, yeah, to agree to do that lady's voice. I'm like, this is fucking genius. This is hilarious. Garden. Jesus Christ, this thing is running long. I'll hurry up and shut up. Uh, watch the sound with Mark Ronson. It's another show on Apple Plus. It's just about like a kind of going behind the scenes of people putting music together. Oh, it's a music okay. related okay. show. Okay. Uh, one of the episodes I saw, they were talking about auto tune and the different ways people use. Mark Ronson himself is like, man, I hated that shit when it got popular back in the day, but now I'm like, oh, okay, you guys use it as a tool. Okay, it's an interesting show. I mean, I've only like got one episode in, but I'm ready for more of that. And then movie wise. Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Oh, Yo, I meant Holy to watch shit. that. To the point where I, I, I put that shit on play. I'm like, hey, Taylor, you want to watch some of that before we take off today? Like, yeah, do it. I'm like, you're going to enjoy this. She, <laughs> she doesn't really know Beavis and Butthead. She oh, grew up with them like I did. It's that like, is so crazy. She was cackling about some of that. I'm like, you're welcome. I've got to watch that. I, I meant to watch so, it. I just forgot about it. So hilarious. But like story-wise, there's a couple of things. I'm like, oh, you guys were going up great, and then you kind of faltered. And you went up again, and you kind of faltered. Like some of that was kind of like... The writing could have been better, like in terms of like the plot points. Yeah, you agree? Yeah, yeah. But 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 still fucking hilarious. It was it was. Hey, you know what? I it, it held up for yes. me. Yeah, I was like, oh, Beavis and Butthead. Fuck Especially yeah. the spot. Mm, yes, mm-hmm. droll, mm-hmm. very droll. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know either. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, uh, you know, how people have done this before. Two hundred and fifty-four men, forty-seven women. Wow, I was hoping for a lot, a lot fewer than that. Okay, <laughs> I think and they actually enhanced Beavis a little. Yes. Better. Yeah. Like like the few times he was like smart in the old series, they yeah. just like this is the version we're going with. Yeah. So yeah, like and a dog and a giraffe, enough. <laughs> <laughs> we are ready for the workforce. Yeah, yeah. Wow, for today's okay. workforce. Oh yeah, that that movie it was fucking hilarious. Uh, I was a little disappointed they didn't do the Hank Hill voice for the uh, tourists. You with know the what? Phone. 
because I, I was, thought that was Anderson, yeah, an Anderson type. Uh, I'm wondering character. if they didn't do that just so that people wouldn't go like, wait a minute, how come he's got that? Because I can see that that was on long enough, and yeah. people have that reference more readily than that. They're not the OGs like us. When yeah. We saw, yeah. Yeah. A revival of King of the Hill wouldn't be so bad either. Well, they're not going to do that because they're doing a revival of this show. Yeah, this uh, sets it up. Fucking Beavis and Butthead, dude. I was, I was pleasantly surprised last week when I saw that. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, it's worth it. It's worth I meant time. to watch it, but yeah. I just forgot about it's on, uh, it. Paramount yeah. Plus. Yeah. Yes. And thank you for that, sir. Yeah. You're uh, let's see, Hail Caesar. I put that on in the background the other day. Oh, the Coen Brothers movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, I remember when I saw it in the theater, I'm like, that wasn't as great as I hoped, but there was some cool shit in there. Okay. I think I appreciate it a little more this time around, but still, I'm like, eh, it's not their best. But I like the fact that they went all out doing, like, fucking musical numbers, and then that gay as hell Channing Tatum sailor bit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they just went all the way with that, I'm like... Let's that? let's get this wow. out of the way. Channing Tatum is fucking funny. If I think he's funny. Me. I think he's great. Yeah. Uh, the Lost City, I, I, he, like... I liked him in the Jump Street movies. Those yeah. were fine. It went a little bit too uh, homoerotic with some of the scenes. Like, I was like, all right, enough. Like, I stop. think that's his comedy, though. Yeah. It is, it yeah. is but in The Lost City, he plays he plays up to his uh, image. Yeah. But it's also, like, beneath it, there's a guy who who's kind of, like, soft. You know, yeah. like, oh, he's actually not that – he's not a he's not a shithead or anything. He, <laughs> oh, yeah, he yeah. actually gives a shit, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I liked him in Lost City because I was like, hey, that was actually the perfect role for him. You know, he was actually really good. And like, the the Jump Street movies were, were great. I thought he was good in that. But it's just the whole, like, they're partners and they're looking out for each other. And it's like, oh, you want me to put some uh, uh, sun, sunblock on your back? And I was kind of like, oh, <laughs> enough of that shit. Like, stop. <laughs> like, But that's what on. made it funny. It did. It, but I just felt like it could have been funnier without that. It, so it would, still would have been funny without you, that. You did or didn't like him in... This is the end. It was crazy. I was like, "What the fuck, dude? Like, why? Like, it was hilarious because it was, it's it was unexpected. Funny. Yeah, yeah I got Channing unexpected. Tatum right here. Yeah, he's my girl. As he puts but, his guy up in the air like a cat. Yeah. But that was like maybe what three minutes of screen time that he that that joke went on for. Yeah. Whereas Twenty Two Jump Street was like the a whole, whole two hours, and I was oh just like, God. "All right, dude, that's enough of that. Stop." I, you know what? I will say he's a better actor than people give him credit for because, like, in uh, what do you call it, the, the Hateful Eight. No, where he popped up from the floor. Yeah, yeah the hateful eight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Doing that whole French speaking. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. okay, all this is believable. <laughs> what did she say? Uh, ask me if I got a fat ass. It's like, <laughs> do you have a fat ass? We, I speak French, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Uh, and then um, if I saw anything else, I didn't write it down, but we went and saw Thor Love and Thunder yesterday. Oh, so that movie uh, debuted with $145 million. Is that at good the or box office. That, that's that's good. It's a, it was it, the last one did 123. Gotcha. So not bad. It was funny. We was saw it? it? We saw it in the shitty theater, so I need to see it again. Like the speakers on the left side weren't working. Oh, I can't I talk shit about back. that one because I like Ragnarok. So good and bad. This the funny okay. you like from Ragnarok. It's kind of amplified a little in this okay. movie. Some of it worked, and some of it I'm like, like you were saying, like dial that down, pull yeah, that back a little. Okay. But um, yeah, overall I dug it. Taika, Taika was uh, the director of this one too, right? Yeah. yeah. Was that Taika Waikiki something like yeah. that? Yeah. Did you hear what he said about Kate Bush? No. Well, he doesn't say anything bad about her, but was she he running said up that hill. He doesn't like that these kids are now discovering Kate, Kate Bush. Bush. He's like, they don't know Kate Bush. I know. Kate I know Bush. Kate Bush. <laughs> you know, and it's 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 funny because I feel the same way about certain things that are like popularized again. Like, 
I played you the, the running up the hill by that different. Uh, it was covered by somebody else. Placebo or the other placebo, one? placebo. Yeah. And then you said, "Oh, that's that's Kate Bush." And this was before Stranger Things had yeah, happened. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then all of a sudden, this song is uh, a huge hit, and I felt the same way. I was kind of like. You motherfucker! I've, I've been listening to Placebo running up the hill long before uh, you motherfuckers. Yeah, there's different versions of that yeah. song. Yeah, because yeah, Bella likes oh. this other one that's done by some other lady. Oh, like, really? we, were, we were talking about this last weekend because like that song came on the radio or it came on like the, my radio yeah. you know, on the music app. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, she was like, yeah, mommy likes or mo- oh, I think she's mother. I forgot what she calls her. That her mother likes the Placebo version. She yeah. like, actually like that other one. Because one day, like last year, she's like, hey, can you play Running Up That Hill? I'm like, Kate Bush? <laughs> no, by so-and-so. I'm like, is this the same song? And I hit it. I'm like, oh, it's a cover. This is a whole This is yeah. an old song. This is a song that was like popular when I was younger than you. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, this is an old song. Because I heard the placebo one on the trailer to Daybreakers. Okay, yeah. And I, I, it sounded really cool, yeah. you know? And then I started listening to it, you know, and I had it on, I have got it on my iPod. And uh, which is seven hundred dollars, by the way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, the, the song though, uh, it's it's crazy how it's it's popular now. Yeah. And, and I feel I do feel the same way. Whenever someone, when whenever I have a song that I listen to all the time, all of a sudden it's huge, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, I've loved this song for so long." No, you haven't. <laughs> you know, it was. It's like you're a I, child. It's like it happened earlier for me when you know when I heard Maya and Old Dirty Bashing Ghetto Super. Yeah, that's I was like, that's like Islands that. in the Stream yeah. by Dolly Parton and yeah. Kenny Rogers. You leave that fucking song alone. <laughs> so, but uh, Taika did a good. Did he, he did a good job with the Thor movie. He was overall, yeah, okay. uh, very eighties looking. Only with the colors. In the, only in the credits. Okay, and the music choices. Like I, he damn near scored the movie with nothing but Guns and Roses. Wow! Which I'm like, that's oh, why okay. the poster looks like that. Yeah, yeah that's badass though. Man. Um, yeah. I feel like if you ask me which one of the two was a stronger movie, I think maybe Ragnarok might have really? been. Really? Except there was more emotion going on with this one. Was it because of Kate Blanchett? No, Jeff. No, Jeff Goldblum. No, because I thought he put Ragnarok over the top. I heard. Yeah. There was a scene with Goldblum, uh, Warwick, and uh, not Warwick. <laughs> Warwick Davis. Davis. So uh, uh, the other guy, uh, uh, the other famous one. P- oh Dink- my God, Peter Dinklage. Okay, God, the other for listening. One. All right, you guys have a great week. Peter Dinklage. The dude from Troll. <laughs> you know, with the beard, he looks no, like about he the looks like oats. Why don't you just John say oats? the M word? The one from uh, Lone Wolf McQuaid. <laughs> the little guy. The dude from with his little boots. The dude from the Joker who tried to jump with one leg in the air like a layup. Try to undo the latch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why did you do that? <laughs> the way I'll get the door for you. As he kind of giggles. Oh my god! I'm sorry. Um, no. Uh, yeah, there was a scene with Goldblum, uh, Dinklage, and Christian Bale that got cut the out. Other one. Interesting. Okay. And I, I hear Christian Bale's great in it too. Yes. So. So you know what? The only thing I can immediately think, other than the the shitty presentation, because we went to a shit theater oh. just because it was near us and the time was right. I'm like. Because that's the same theater Bella and I saw, uh, what do you call it, The Good Guys In? Or The Bad Guys, whatever Bad it's called. Guys. Yeah. yeah. It's where we saw it, and that that actually looked good. And I'm like, oh, maybe they actually you know put new bulbs and improve shit. Apparently, that was just that one theater. Ah. <laughs> and this one didn't, because I'm like, oh, this is fucking dark. And then once the music's going, I'm like, if I tell Taylor, it's going to bug her. But literally, no sound coming out from the left side of the theater. It's pissed off. So I need to see it again. Okay. So that kind of marred some of it. But one thing I know for a fact that movie-wise I didn't like, the setup. The very beginning, they rushed through... 
uh, Christian Bale basically becoming what he became, you know, becoming the bad guy. That whole thing, like, I get it. You kind of have to, like, set it up and then kick the movie off. But it was, it could have been edited differently and maybe still been put in the same amount of time. It was just a little too rushed. That, that was the one complaint I For made. a movie studio that has no problem with setting up a, three a decade hour. of movies. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, especially as we're fine with a three-hour runtime. And I realize not every movie can be three hours. I get that. This one like, was, like, two, which surprised me. Yeah, it was It was short enough that it wasn't, yeah. like, a, like, oh, shit, we're still going. That would be nice. Yeah. yeah. Two hours. But still, they, they could have done that better. That was the only real complaint I had. Although, overall, like, I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. I, I see, do want to see it. I can see you liking it, and I can see you being like, man, that was actually kind of touching. I'm like, well, yeah, a little bit. Well, see, when I go see that movie, I'm not watching the next Thor movie. I'm watching the next Christian Bale movie. Which is fine. <laughs> so it's <laughs> so, not a bad way to look at it. I do like Christian Bale. I think he's one of the, the finest actors today. He's, like, seriously, of this generation, I think he's the guy. And you know he's British, right? Yes. Okay, because Taylor was like, her mind got blown last night. Watching. Oh, that he's British? Yeah, I forgot. I was, something came up on YouTube. She's like, wait, was that his real voice? I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, like, is that? He's is that? not Mexican? Yeah. I saw Harsh Times. <laughs> and I, I was trying to tell her about that. I'm like, this guy's good. Like, talking, hey, you quit there? I'm like, no, I I saw him in that. I'm like, holy shit, you are a great actor. Yeah. But yeah, no, whatever yeah. we watched, which was like a real quick interview clip, whatever he said, just the way she paused, was that his real voice? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, just like, wow. the record, what? <laughs> what the shit? I started playing her clips of different interviews where he's talking in his natural accent. She's like, I well, have no idea. He he spoke uh, in the American accent in the, when he played uh, Bruce Wayne. He didn't yeah, drop, during interviews yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, so I was telling her, like, yeah, I think he was just trying to keep it up so he yeah. wouldn't, you know, plus to help sell it. But yeah, blew her mind. She didn't know. He's a good, I mean, American Psycho alone, that, that's... Mm. <laughs> that just tells me he's a great actor. Yeah, that movie. I, I felt a little weird watching that when I was like, I feel the same way about Phil Collins in that song. <laughs> <laughs> Am I a psycho too? <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? He he tells Willem Dafoe like, Willem says, uh, "Hey, do you like the new uh, Huey Lewis in the news?" He's like, "It's a little too black sounding to me," or something like that. <laughs> oh, remember that part? Yeah. Like I was remember why was that in the movie? <laughs> well, to, I guess to make him uneasy about the the song. Plus, he'd like literally been playing the album. Like, yeah, yeah, play. yeah. yeah. Th- that's a that's that, a in too deep. That's my favorite fucking Phil Collins. Phil Collins song. Yeah, <laughs> just to prove he was a white yuppie asshole. So, what did you watch? Oh, um, not a lot. Uh-huh. I was gonna watch. I wanted to watch uh, Thor, uh, the new Thor movie. And since it was our anniversary, you know, uh, on Wednesday, I was like, oh, this weekend we can oh, watch that one. So, uh, yeah, I uh, I stubbed my toe on the fireplace. Oh, no. My dog stepped on a bee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, uh, fucked up my toe so bad that I really pretty much ripped the toenail off of my middle toe oh. completely off. Oh. It bled for most of the day. Oh. <laughs> oh. Damn. I'm wearing a shoe right now, but I have, like, this bandage and then, like, this fucking condom looking thing that's like yeah. styrofoam you know all this shit here so i'm like fucking hurt oh i don't shit. tell it i didn't i'm not telling you about now but i'm fucking playing hurt right now oh damn <laughs> dude and so yeah so then what does my wife do drag me out fucking shopping at target this morning yeah. <laughs> that's why i was early and i didn't have my shit with me but uh but no uh what I saw there, I saw the Doctor Strange. Uh, one. I wanted to wait for it to come out in Disney Plus because yeah, me too. I was a little skeptical of it. I liked the first Doctor Strange, yeah, but I didn't see that in the movie theater either because I was skeptical. Mm-hmm. And so, 
for what it was, I, I liked it. It was I mean, fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I watched it, was, it too. I thought it was good. It was definitely. I saw Sam Raimi in a lot of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't know if I sent you that picture of uh, of Elizabeth Olsen where she looked like one of the fucking demons in fucking Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was paused, and she had the teeth with the black eyes with the red pupils. Yeah, she had that. Had it, that very Army of the Dead or or uh, fucking Evil Dead too? Uh, yes, look to I, her. I noticed that that and uh, also when uh, Doctor Strange turns into a zombie. Yeah, reminded same. me of Army of Darkness. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I, there we go. That's what I like to watch. I would have liked to have seen it. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen this actually be a horror movie. And, and and a lot of it played like a horror. Movie it did, too. Yeah. and it had little lots of undertones. I was hoping it would just go all the way with it. And make I, I was, it because it's a, such a tripped out premise of the multiverse yeah. that it would be fit really well as a as a as a damn horror movie. Yes, there, there was even some parts where I, I forgot I was watching a Marvel movie. Yeah, I was like, okay. I was like, oh wow, she's really coming after these these people. This is a, a horror movie. Yeah, uh, and I was like, even thinking like Hollow Man and yeah. uh, all that <laughs> shit. And, yeah. And I was like, "Wow, good for good for good for Sam Raimi getting yeah, his way." Yeah, that's like they made Elizabeth Olsen as the Scarlet Witch. You know, really, really play up to the comic as far as as far as her, you know, badassery is concerned. Yeah. Um, like I said, it was. Uh, I thought uh, Benedict Cumberbatch played well. He 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 he's a really good actor. I like him and stuff. I, I know it's not. Just don't don't let him shave his mustache or beard because he looks like a Kenny <laughs> Dipper. So, seriously. <laughs> Look at him without the beard and he, he mustache. Looks like a, he looks like a trafficker. You know. I'm just saying. I'm just you know, saying. He could play a Dexter. <laughs> he could. If Dexter was in the kids. <laughs> oh, that. I'm just saying. He looks like he's. I swear. He, he could looked, be in the movie Spawn. Spawn. <laughs> you know, he could play Leguizamo's character. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, I liked I liked the premise of it. I'm 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 curious to see the uh, how it uh, how it builds up. Obviously, at the end, Charlize Theron is fucking gorgeous. Oh god, yeah. yeah. Uh, South <laughs> Africa bringing out the best. I definitely <laughs> would. You know, but uh, you know, I saw that. That was good. Um, you know, continuing to watch Barry. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Henry Winkler is a fucking treasure. He I is, forgot man. how how I love that guy, man. I the love that uh, Adam Sandler brought him back. Yeah, for uh, was it Waterboy? We got Waterboy oh, with yeah. the Roy Orbison tattoo on yeah. his ass. Oh my god! <laughs> god. <laughs> and then you know he's in his other movies too, but Barry is the one that's like giving him more credibility. Yeah, you know, like what you need to put him in more stuff. Yeah. He was yeah. the principal in Scream. Your ah! principal loves you. Oh, as he stabbed, I laughed my ass off. Dude, I saw that at the movies. And we, me and my brother were the only ones laughing on that part. <laughs> That's like me and my brothers-in-law laughing at the fucking Joker in that scene with the little person yeah. stabbing that dude. And we're the only ones laughing That's in the funny. whole movie theater. I was like, man, we're fucked up, man. <laughs> You're supposed to laugh. Yeah. A dome. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. How far into it are you? Uh just about done with season one, about to start season two. Uh, oh, okay. wow. So he's, he's yeah, not just uh, started. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to remember. So like the, uh, what's his name? Daniel, uh, the martial artist. Oh, uh, Bernhardt. Yeah. yeah. Is that season two? I think it's season two. Okay. Yeah. okay. I can't wait for you to get to that episode. I was going to say, I, three, season three, I was like in, in even more awe of yeah. everyone involved on the show. Yeah. And the fact you're saying you're on season one and you yeah. love Henry Winkler, I'm kind of like... 
Oh man, I feel like you. I, I hate saying this, but I feel like you haven't seen anything yet. Okay, good. Well, yeah. that's great because I watch it when I work out. So, okay. you know that it makes the it makes the hour because I can go to the two episodes in one workout with yeah. that. Yeah. So you know the I, uh, the chase perfect. on the motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. And then the 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 dealership. Yeah. Like that. It's it's not a big thing. I mean, it is a big thing on the show, but it's not. Fl- flamboyantly filmed yeah you know where it's like oh look at me we're doing a, uh, a shooting scene uh, we're we're shooting motherfuckers yeah. no it's a very simply filmed scene yeah. that does a whole lot without doing a whole lot yeah you know so, so uh, it's less is more yes and, and very that, and that's very refreshing much. yeah because you know they try to sensory excuse me they try to sensory overload you with a whole bunch of shit especially on these shows because you know season one they want a season two yeah and so they try to throw everything at you and uh, you know this is very very balanced, I would say, and you know lots very, of, lots very. of comedy, lot you know there's drama in it. There's you know there's there's good story that hooks you in, emotional stuff in there as well. So I think it plays to checks a lot of boxes there yeah, for me. Definitely, so, definitely. Um, so Barry's good. Uh, I saw The Godfather in in commemoration of uh, James Caan. Oh, nice. So uh, anytime The Godfather's on, anyway, I stop and. Watch it. So yeah. it's like you know, it's it's like to the point where my family's like, "Is that that movie where they killed the guy again?" Yes, <laughs> go away. Yeah, lots of movies have guys killed. Not yeah, a yeah. Why is well, they, because they were like, "Oh, wouldn't he have bullet holes in the face?" You know, because they're talking oh, about. Oh yeah, oh, damn. He, and that's yeah. implied. Yeah. yeah, he got shot up. <laughs> that's why he needed the favor. <laughs> and uh, you know, Santino was also like. Telling the the driver that called in sick, yeah, he said, "Get yourself something to eat, you know, like get you some bourbon." Yeah, you're sick. It's good for you. And then when he leaves, take him out. Yes. (laughs) Oh my god. See, that's why I like him in that in that movie. He was he was was good. He was a he was a terrible don. God rest his soul. (laughs) You know, you know what's the matter with you? You never tell people what you're thinking. Yeah, never let them know what you're thinking. He was a hothead. He was a uh, he wasn't a don. He was a captain. He was a capo. Yeah, yeah, definitely not someone that was suited to he, lead, but he he's the guy you want on your side. Yeah, he's he's the guy like Andy Garcia said, he saved the family. Because during <laughs> the wartime, yeah. he kept the family alive. It's true. They needed him for it's that. True. And so He we, was uh he was the pappy, right? Huh? Yeah, Santino yeah. was uh yeah, Andy's he, pappy. <laughs> yeah, he was uh he was the uh, he was the kid that he had with the other chick from the wedding. Yeah, yes, like, the like wedding. Yes. The opening scene. Yeah, yeah. 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 Doesn't uh, Santino's wife also like make a joke? Like make a joke of how big he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like. And then she turns around and he's gone. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Well, she knew who was she was. He was fucking around on oh, her, yeah. so she they all know. she knew she knew she didn't care. What's they they knew they all have gumas. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's in there. Well, still not, you know. <laughs> but hey. But either way, the fucking badass movie, man. Yeah. The Italian chick, it's growing hot, you know. In the Monday, the two-day Wednesday. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Apollonia, no. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> Look at Mikey taking it personal. This is business. He's taking it very personal. It's a, don't don't forget to take the cannoli or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah. And, uh, leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Fucking. Uh, uh, Clemenza, Clemenza, yeah. He said, "Tell her, tell her you a lover. You're gonna die if you don't see her." <laughs> you know, hey Michael, why don't you tell the, the girl you, you love her? Right? Yeah. <laughs> but um, but I, as much as I like the Godfather one, I like Godfather two just as much. I oh, think yeah. that was a good one too. Yeah, yeah. That's just yeah. fucking the way he fucking Mike took care of business. Where he was, he was much more ruthless in two than he was in one. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, you see his maturity as the head of the family at that point where he's like, oh, we're not fucking legitimate. We've never been legitimate. We'll never go legitimate. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. He uh, yeah. He just finally just said, you know, you know, because you can't play both sides of it. You, know, you yeah. can't play. You can't be a good guy and a bad guy at the same time. You and was, he was uh, getting counsel from uh, what's his name? The, the Jewish guy. Yeah. Uh, Roth. Yeah, Hyman Roth. Yeah, and what always got me about the scene when he's with Hyman in Cuba is that uh, when they get that cake. Yeah, yeah. He says, "Have everyone look at it before you cut it." Or something. Yeah, yeah. Because he was getting ready just to dig into it. Hey! <laughs> and the way he's showing it is just like, and the guys are like, you know, like, as a show of respect. Me, me I just want. Like, I'm gonna eat the motherfucker. I don't want to look at it. <laughs> I should look good though. I it did, it it I did like, look good. It did look good. And he. Give but me some, it give always me. I've never seen a, a movie where where they say take a look at the cake before we cut it. Yeah, you know, like hey, look at this masterpiece. Like it's fucking cake, dude. Yeah. Well, I think that's a, that's very much a Mediterranean thing, is it? Okay, <laughs> you know? hey, look at this. It cost me a lot. Because yeah, see, yeah. I did I did not used to like the Godfather movies. I thought they were boring and they were slowly moving. Like it wasn't fast paced for me. Because mm. I'd already watched Scarface and Goodfellas and Casino, and I was like, these are the kind of movies I like. So when I watched uh, Godfather, I was kind of like, this is too slow for me. Uh, see, the difference <laughs> with those movies and, the, and like the Godfather movies is that Goodfellas, Scarface, and all those, they kind of grab you by the hand, and this is where we're going to go. Yeah. It takes multiple watches of the Godfather yeah. to see everything there. That's what makes it great, because exactly. you can watch it a couple of Oh, yeah. that's why. And it, that movie, and I was saying that movie's grown on me, because yeah. I've been watching them multiple times, and I'm like, okay... Yeah, I can see why this is a damn yeah, good movie. Because I remember not yeah. not being as into The Godfather as I am now when yeah. I first saw it. I was like, ah. And then after like three, four, five times, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. And it gets better every gets time so I watch better. it. I mean, Santino, when he when he gets uh, uh, the photographer's... Uh, yeah, and he, and he throws... The, just like he did over here. You know, it, it was similar <laughs> to Bulletproof, the way he did that. Because I was thinking about that where he's yeah. like... It's kind of like he just booked the camera where he's like... Hey, no fucking respect. Rat yeah, bastard. I love that part though. When he just <laughs> throws the money, he just throws the money on the floor and walks like, off. He's he's sorry, but he's not sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah fuck you. <laughs> I like that Here, part. Get yourself a better camera. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. I like that part, man. Fucking FBI. And no you know respect. that movie, uh, My Family. Me familia. Yeah, they stole that scene. Kind of, I don't want to say they stole the scene, but it was uh, Me Familia had the part where uh, the sisters having the wedding. Yeah. And the gang members yeah. come to the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they go out there. It was kind of almost reminiscent of that, yeah. You know, because I remember, I think Francis Ford Coppola produced Me Familia, and I was like, okay, I could see where that came from. Where he says, "I'm not gonna whoop your ass today because yeah. my sister's wedding." So go ahead, say something or something like that. You got a free shot. Yeah. Then he's like, next time they, these people uh, dress in black. They could be here for your for your funeral or something like that. <laughs> so fucking Miklo didn't put up with that shit. Fuck no. <laughs> he told Chucky to get up with the shotgun. Yeah, uh, you mean uh, Paco? Yeah, Paco. Paco. Pinch him a moon. <laughs> Come on, motherfucker! Uh, saw Conan the Barbarian. Which one? The first original, ah. the Oliver Stone written one or produced one or whatever. Oliver Stone's in the opening credits. How yeah, much, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How much coke did he do to write that movie? Oh, dude, it was fucking badass, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sitting there just, uh, just you know, the score alone. Basil Polderis did yeah, not yeah. like the score. To he the didn't? Conan. He didn't. He said oh, wow. it, he was rushed in it, so he didn't take as much time with it as he could have. But I think it's one of his best, some of his best work. Wow. 
you know, because you know he did he all, the scores that you hear are similar. Starship Troopers, RoboCop, Conan the Barbarian. You put them together and you kind of overlap them. Very, very similar points to the music and the score. Okay, uh, yeah, I can see that. Especially with RoboCop and Starship Troopers. It has that real high... Doo, 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 doo. Yeah. You know, Baseball Jarrett, he was good. He was sick. Uh, on YouTube, there's where he leads the uh, Spanish uh, orchestra, like uh-huh. their, their main... Their main uh, orchestra group, whatever their most popular group. He led them in an outdoor concert there. That's really? on YouTube, and it's an ode to Conan the Barbarian. So he's playing the score to the movie. Oh wow! So you see the dudes there, doom, doom, you know, the big drums. That's be and, cool to watch. And so yeah, he's he was you know he had no hair, so he had like a bandana on. He's in all black. So he's he died of cancer. Away? Yeah, he oh, died okay. soon after that. I think in two thousand five, two thousand six, oh, something shit. like that. Okay. And uh, but no, um, Conan the Barbarian. I didn't realize, you know. Did you watch it in high diff? No, 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 okay. no, 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 so much. So you could kind of see the guy fucking the camel in the background? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's implied. Just, uh, that's, no, there's, there's that a the scene. Background. There's a scene in there when they're in the city. It's one of those things that only showed up like, oh, we watch it in widescreen. Like, what the hell's going on over it there? Was, you it mean was, like the crew member in the in behind uh, Gladiator? No. <laughs> what? No. No. You ever, you ever see that part? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah Gladiator. Uh, Russell Crowe's like petting the horse after that first uh, battle. Oh, you see one of the gaffers. Or yeah, oh, really? he's wearing like a blue shirt yeah. or some shit. Oh, funny. No. Like he's dressed like, like modern. Yeah, yeah I yeah, see that. that. But, uh, uh, but no, in the, when him and uh, Subutai uh, go into that first city looking for Tulsa Doom, uh, they just get propositioned by prostitutes and Arnold Schwarzenegger. They're sluts. You know, and then he walks off, and then there's these, there's this tent in the background right before he punches a mule or a horse. Wow. And uh, there's wow. this dude fucking an animal no in shit. the background. Oh, wow. Yeah. I just have to yeah. See it. No, dude, for real. It's right before he gets the black, or right after he gets the black lotus. Stygian, the best. Uh, <laughs> okay. And, uh, but, no, dude, it's a good story, man. I like it. Uh, James Earl Jones, uh, you know, he. James Earl Jones had a really good liner in it, you know, when uh, he says, uh, what good is the sword without the hand that wields it? And so, you know, especially after the shootings and stuff like that, when uh-huh. people do their gun control, I'm surprised nobody's used that line. You know, when they say, you know, they demonize the weapon or the tool or whatever. Well, what good is that tool without the hand that wields it? That's the real power. Yeah. You know, and you said Oliver Stone wrote that. And now Oliver Stone wrote that. You know, I was like, oh. you know, it was right it, early '80s, so you know they're all coked up. Man. Oh yeah, old brother, man. I was born in the wrong decade. I should have been 18 or when I was my birth year, 1976, because <laughs> I would have been like with Wooderson and all those guys yeah. who were fucking dazed and confused, and then I'd have been a yuppie in the '80s. Oh, dude, yeah, I'd have been Christian Bale's character. You'd been like uh, less than zero. Uh, less than zero. I, I feel like I would have been James Spader. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you finish watching? No. Nah. Oh, God, dude. Do yourself a favor. Well, that's what I was saying last... I don't know if you listened to it. I, I One of the... Episode three or four, like, I played it, and then, like, I was falling asleep. A couple days later, I played it again, and then just kind of zoned out. Watch five oh. and six. Just skip them and watch five and six. That's why I, yeah. I was thinking, like, should I just keep going? But whatever episode it was is where he and Vader first see each other. Yeah. 
And I was like, okay, I want to know what's going on kids here. and shit. Vader's walking by the city and just snapping necks. Didn't, didn't see that. Don't checks. know. Guess yeah, I got damn. spoiled for me. <laughs> oh, my bad. Yes, yeah, what I'm saying. Because I'm like, I don't know what's happening here. I keep not seeing it. Oh, well, you see the like evil fucking Vader. Yeah, so that's why I was like, wow. you know what? I'll just have to come back to this when I can concentrate. So no, I didn't finish it. So sorry, since I already spoiled. Yeah, he's murdering children <laughs> on the street. Shit. Like, damn. Fucking dragging Vader? people with the force by their necks. Damn. Fuck up with Vader, man. He's just walking, just not even looking at him. Just needs to get laid, dude. <laughs> oh, you know, it's just you gotta yeah, find the right girl. It. You know, they, they, some girls like their sausage smoked. I guess. Fucking Kenobi, dude. Right that here. last episode, holy fucking shit! That 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 battle, the way they played with some of the themes on there, you know, and it, he actually you it tied up a lot of uh, loose ends for me when he explains to Luke that his father was betrayed in murder, now you know why. Wow. So it's like, you know, he, it gets explained why he says your father was murdered, was dead. He was betrayed in murder. So I was like, okay, that tied up a big loose end for me Hmm. because, you know, from a certain point of view and they showed the point of view and Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, it was kind of emotional, man. It was, uh, it was like, you know, at the end when, at the end, they, they actually they actually fight. A badass fight. Really? Fuck. The whole last 15 minutes is a fight. Hmm. Does he die? Who? Who? <laughs> what? Kenobi? Yeah. Yeah. They, they had a, No, yeah. they, they, well, they explained Anakin dying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that. But uh, I just thought him, you know, powers, Darth Vader powers were fucking insane. Yeah. yeah. And so... But it didn't. But it also showed. Uh, uh, I'm going to make a comedy that I saw. Fifty Shades of Way. It's going to be about this Mexican. Dude. It's going to be about a, a director. You know, he's you know he's kind of funny and kind of like. Uh, I'm going to write it about Mondo. It's going to be oh, Fifty God Shades damn. of Way. <laughs> and just do your normal stuff. Yeah. Day to day. I could do that. Do it black and white like a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but I just saw that night. My ADD I, went off. I know a class, oh, classic movie. Shit, I watched that yesterday. Which uh, one? Up. Just one of the guys. Oh yeah. Yes. What's her name? Choice. Uh, that her that, acting wasn't great. No. You don't no, think? Was, not at all. No. Watch really? it again. When's the last time you saw it? It's been a little bit. Because I was like, oh yeah. If you have that, that's my pick next week. Just one. Okay, cool. Yeah, we can do That's that. Fucking Budster. But see, I, I like Joyce. Hunter. I like. Well, I mean, I do too. So do I. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. For two yeah. reasons. He like, opens her shirt. Oh maybe. yeah, I guess that happened too. Okay, yeah, cool. Uh, Showed her boobs. Yeah, okay. I like that. There we are. I like right. boobs, man. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Wait, don't, don't get don't get mad at me. Yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to pretend not to like her when I do. Yeah. You know, yeah. I like the fact that she had to stop herself from breaking every time her movie brother said some dumb shit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, you're enjoying the hell out of what. Yeah. He's doing, but you're like, okay, I gotta keep. And straight. see, I always thought that when I saw it, I was like, this character reminds me of Bud Bundy. Oh yeah. Like, I wonder if they took anything out of that. I mean, Bud well, Bundy didn't come out till like a couple years later. Yeah, I didn't realize he and like his siblings were all actors. Um, yeah, they're all. So yeah. his brother, something Jacoby or something, I forgot the kid's name. I looked it up yesterday. Because I'm like, I forgot why I was looking it up. Maybe I was trying uh, to see who somebody was in there. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, who are you related to? Or somehow, it, the train, the train of thought went that way. His brother looks like, um, this is one kid in Pen15 that I'm like, that kid looks like somebody. Basically, that kid looks like his brother, the guy whose name I just named. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. 
And that was a whole bunch of nothing. So you can edit that out at the two minutes oh, forty eight mark. <laughs> Just cut but, that shit. But, but it went no. nowhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, cool. But, I'm glad he started talking. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, but finishing up that that was pretty much that was pretty much it. I wanted to see Thor Ragnarok, but I fucking had a fucking foot crisis like a motherfucker. Damn. We ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Oh, you mean uh, Love and Thunder? Love and Thunder. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did I say Ragnarok? Yeah. Yeah. yeah either right. way, same thing. Was you gonna watch it? I would have loved to have seen Jeff. I would love to see Jeff Goldblum. And I thought it would be good just to have him just a bit part. You know, thirty seconds, a minute. Why not? Just, hey, am What's, I in Asgard? That's you that's know? when you go look at the special features on ragnarok and so have you seen those uh those behind not behind the scenes like the the little short they made um i think they called it team thor like where was thor during uh one of the avengers movies or one of the what oh, during civil war where was thor well it turned out he was living in australia with a guy named daryl like he was his roommate have you seen that <laughs> no oh it's great it's like maybe three minutes long. It's like him and Daryl living together. I've then, always wondered that. And then, uh, and then they made another one, like Team Daryl, like part two or something, and it's more of them interacting. And then for Ragnarok, they made a third one where instead of it being Daryl or instead of being Thor, the Grandmaster lives with Daryl now. Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, so there you go. That's what you need to watch. I've always wanted to visit Asgard. Yeah. Asgard. The Lord of Thunder. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, um, no, but that was it. I saw the trailer for Clerks 3. Yeah, 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 that's happening. Yeah, uh, you know what? What's your problem with it? I don't have a problem with it. I just, I, I, I just noticed that whenever he he does a couple of movies that don't do well, yeah, he, he goes, goes back, back to, to the, the well, well. Yeah. you know. And uh, also the, the way he's releasing them now, it, it, it's sad to think that now he has to go his own way of releasing movies. Uh, well, I mean, at least like that, he can do whatever he wants to in the movie. Yeah, and. It, because I like Clerks 2 a whole lot. I yeah. really like that. Well, that one had a lot of heart. And same thing with Zack and Miri. Like, when he's in a studio movie, yeah, he's really good. You think? Yeah. I, like, <laughs> uh, all his early stuff was, was good stuff. It's when he started doing, like, yoga hosers. And <laughs> yeah. uh, I like Red State. Don't get me wrong. I do like Red State, yeah. Uh, but some of his other stuff, I'm kind of like, uh, you're so into your own podcasting head. Like, you, you make stuff that you think is funny to us, but it's not. Well, that's how I feel about even some of his early shit. Like, uh, like the actors he has, like his friends and clerks. Yeah, like, yeah. They're not, yeah. They're not good actors. Fucking Walt Flanagan. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> if he would have, like, started out with Ben Affleck in his in his first couple movies, mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the stars he hooked up with, mm-hmm. his early stuff could have been still good. So that's how I feel about Zack and Miri. I've only seen it the one time, and then, like, partway through it, I'm like, this is like a combination of you had a good cast and you have your shitty people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, me, yeah. And, me and the wife saw that in the movie theater. Zach and Mary make yeah, porno. Zach I and saw Mary the movie too. Yeah, and uh, we were in there, and like we did, like it was like a eleven thirty in the morning showing. So oh, we really? Were do a brunch and then you know, <laughs> watch a movie. You want to eat some brunch and watch uh, people <laughs> make a porn? porn? Well, <laughs> she she likes Kevin Smith too. So yeah, she she likes porn. Like, yeah, <laughs> we watch porn together. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, healthy. It's your, well, you know, like, it can get unhealthy, but if you do it together as a group, you know, hey, you know, it's whatever <laughs> you're into, hey, hey. but uh. You know, I saw, you know, we saw Fifty Shades of, together at the movie theater. I saw I the thought it was first porn. one recently. She got offended. Oh, wow. <laughs> I saw the first one recently, and it made me like, what's her name? Dakota Johnson? Dakota I was like, Johnson. Okay, she's all right. I like her. Yeah, I was like, oh. She's got like, talent. I, was, okay. I, I remember telling my wife, I was like, We know what that means, yeah. audience. <laughs> Artistic, but, you know, talented. Yeah. Hey, artsy girls need love. That means they were a funny shape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I took it as they had maybe grooming issues. 
No, oh she, was, she, was, she, was, she was she was she was good. I, I think she's not a bad actress, but at first I thought she was overrated. But then I saw the movie and I was like, oh, she's <laughs> yeah. good. I remember telling my wife, I was like, dude, this movie is about a dude dealing with fucking sexual assault that placed yeah. on him. Yeah, she wasn't hearing it. it no, like, they they love that shit. I was like, you reverse this and you put a female in that role. Uh-huh. And what happened to her and the way she became the way she is now. All of a sudden, this is a trauma-based yes, movie about yes, a female yes, that had, you know, I'm sorry if a 40-year-old man is grooming a 16, 15-year-old girl the way he was groomed into yeah. stuff like that. It's a totally different movie and doesn't do as well. But it's catered to white suburban women. Hey, rich, oh, yeah. you know... A rich white dude who's uh, who's younger than you wants to bang you while choking you. You know, <laughs> oh hey, let's all go see it. We're yeah. all gonna go watch it. But what if is you flip he it around, so you fucking hypocrite motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, you're a hypocrite. All he of says, you. what's the line he says? He says, uh, "I don't make love. I like to fuck hard." <laughs> that's like something. <laughs> I, oh shit! <laughs> that's like something I would say to my friends in high school. <laughs> I'm like, I don't like to. I don't like to make love. I fuck. <laughs> but uh no yeah the clerks uh, it, I, i'm gonna watch it i'll if i think he says he's gonna release it on fathom fathom events so oh, wow. oh, okay so that's how i saw ticket. i saw jay and silent bob that way and uh i'll go watch this one for sure i just feel like he's kind of hit or miss now and i hope he doesn't screw this i think oh, yeah. when he makes jokes about it he's always hit and miss yeah and, and that's what gets me about him is like he knows he's doing shitty movies and he's always shitting on his own movies and i hate that sometimes i'm like dude chasing amy yeah yeah it's like chasing amy was good dude like yeah. stop stop well, talking about like that. he protested his own movie at dogma yeah yeah, yeah yeah he's like no i'm not kevin smith fuck that guy do you have a <laughs> physical copy of dogma yeah he does. okay hold on to that okay oh. that's worth something Really? Yeah, the, like it's not on digital or anything. Oh, it's, you know what? I don't just have a physical copy. I got that special edition one. Hold on to that. Nah, I'm gonna look that up. With the commentary, it's really good. yeah. Because yeah, I remember there's like a single disc or a two disc. I got the yeah, because I got the single disc uh, DVD. But if you also have the Blu-ray, that's also worth something. Oh, too. did they come out on Blu-ray? Yes. Yeah, Hooper X is oh, in there. Yeah, because I'm like that. That DVD ain't worth that much. <laughs> How much is it? Twenty five dollars. Candy. No girl. way. It's got to be more than that. That's what it's going for on eBay. The well, hold DVD. on to it. Hold on okay. to it. Yeah. Look up the Blu-ray. Does it say anything about the Blu-ray? I will look up the Blu-ray now. But overall, I like Kevin Smith. Zach and Mary yeah. make a porno. I thought that was hilarious. It was. I, yeah. I like his movies too. I, I just wish he wouldn't make these weird for his wife and daughter. You know, the the like yoga hoses. That was for yeah. his wife and daughter. Yeah. So I was like, we'll get onto my list right quick. There you uh, go. Go ahead. I watched Thief. It reminded me so much of uh, that movie Drive. Yeah, you know, like the way uh, Neon Noir. Yeah, and and even the characters kind. Of, I don't say he's the same, but the story kind of resemble each other. Okay, okay. You know, he gets double crossed. He goes after the the people that double cross him. You know, James Belushi also great. I forgot he was in there. Great, he was he was really good in that. Um, I, you could tell J- Michael Mann uh, loves the realism of a robbery. Mm-hmm. On how to do the robbery, it's like it's the only movie where it's like that's exactly how you're supposed to do it. Yeah, you know, not like Cradle to the Grave where it's like <laughs> bling, bling bling. Let's get this. Which I get. They're just trying to do a quick little action movie. But Thief is the one movie where 
he pays paid attention to detail. Because supposedly he had real consultants, real thieves, yeah, helping him out. So, so you think you think David Ayer is a student of Michael Mann? Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I was watching End of Watch. I uh, was showing Dustin because he wants to be a cop. Oh yeah. And uh, I said, well, let me show you this movie because his mom, his mom doesn't want him to be a cop. Of course. And I said, well, let me show you this movie, and if you still want to be a cop, I'll support you. Yeah. And he watched it, and while I was while I was watching it, the whole ending with the uh, when they get ambushed by by uh, Big Evil and his mm-hmm. thugs, I was like, this is a little Michael Mannish. You know, it's it's you could tell uh, Ayer and Peter Berg are big Michael Mann guys. Okay, and yeah, so is Nicholas Winding Refn with uh, Drive. Maybe yeah. I don't know about his other stuff, but uh, with Drive, I felt it was very Michael Mann. Hmm. So yeah, th- I think those guys are very influenced by uh, Michael Mann and Thief. If you watch Thief, I'm going to watch Manhunter next, but uh, Thief is was one for the books. Seriously, I really don't know why this movie wasn't bigger than it was. And I can see why he's got a cult following now. Now? Yeah. Now you so, actually might give uh, Last Mohicans a chance? Oh, yeah. I, I've got it. You know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely going to watch it. But I'm, I've been watching them in order. And I didn't know Thief was his first movie. Oh, no? So yeah. when I was watching it, I was like, I looked at him and I said, like, this is his first fucking movie? <laughs> wow, dude. Like, he really he really went forward back then, you know? Yeah. And this was this was my tribute to James Conn. You know, like, oh, I got to watch a James Conn movie. And I watched this one. I was like, because I watched it before. And I don't think I was, uh, I didn't give it the it's my attention. Yeah. This And this time I sat and watched it. And I was just like, fuck, this is a great movie. <laughs> It was yeah, like nice. five bucks on Voodoo as well. Too. Oh yeah, so that's why I bought it. Oh yeah, they got a whole bunch of James Conn stuff on yeah. right now. Yeah. So, but yeah, Thief. I can't recommend that enough. If that was a movie that came out today, this it would be my top, my my number one movie of the year. Nice. So, then you know, then I said I watched End of Watched, which was uh, I still get tears at the end of that movie. I didn't want Dustin to see me like crying. You know? <laughs> so I was like, I was like this. I was like, <laughs> you know. Wait, so what did he think? He loved it. Yeah. He thought it was great. Yeah, he he was uh, laughing on a lot of parts that were funny, you know. And then uh, when the shit happened, you know, he realizes, you know, that, that's real violence. You know, yeah. that's not, it's not Stallone violence. You know, right, yeah. so he understand he gets all that, and he understands that if he's going to be a cop, that he may have to face some of that. And I was like, well, you know, if you're a cop here, you may not see it as much as that they did because that's a violent city. Yeah, no shit, right? You know, yeah. that's L.A. So he he gets it, and that's what I wanted to. I wanted him to come out knowing that, distinguishing that. And uh, on top of that, I showed him the Terminator. Oh, okay. For the first time, yeah. He really liked that one. Yeah. Yeah, he was, and, and me too. I was like, "This is such a damn good movie, man. Yeah, it, it? it does not get old." And I was texting you guys like, "I can't believe how good this movie was." And you said it for a B movie, and I was like, "I watched it that way too." I was like, "Oh, this is a this is a B movie." Yeah. I mean, you—it's like that movie we were talking about, Hardware. Mm-hmm. That was a B movie, and it, but this one just has. Uh, hey, buddy, oh, you want some drink? That's Marcus. You want to say something, Marcus? You want to say something? No. Okay. Uh, yeah, Terminator was a very big B movie, but yeah. it, there was something about Cameron's filming and the way he shot it, and the way, and even, a lot of the shots are very low and looking up. Yeah. And. Uh, I don't know if there's a significance to it, but. Meanwhile. Was <laughs> I was that, if was I that, just slammed the door. Yeah, he's just like, Pow! <laughs> was that his second movie? Yeah. Or third movie? Because he did uh, Piranha. <laughs> Wait, did he direct Piranha, Piranha or Piranha he just worked two. on it? 
Oh, Piranha 2, okay. I think the you worked flying on the first Piranhas one. movie? Yeah. yeah. I've never seen it. I've I haven't either. That's so. where they actually fly, and you can actually hear them. Like, they have, like, wings and shit you can see, right? Yeah. Yeah, they wow. just flap slowly. Like, that is terrible. And I heard, uh, that was Roger Corman, right? The, yeah. the guy? Okay, so I saw some Roger Corman shots in uh, Terminator. I believe that. Like, it's, you know, it's like where they sit, they, they close the door, and the next shot, the door opens. Yeah. Like, whenever uh, uh, he drops the, the, the picture on the, in the fire when he's, uh, Michael Bean is in the okay. future. Yeah. The, the picture's burning, and the next shot, it's it's Linda Hamilton sleeping. Okay. And she's waking up. And, like, there was a lot of Roger Corman influence in, in the movie, too. So, I haven't seen a lot of his movies. I'm aware of, like, movies that he had a hand in or, like, his company, you know, produced yeah. or whatever. Uh, I was listening to uh, the History of Horror podcast, the yeah. Eli Roth podcast. I listened to, because uh, I bit my tongue. If I'm slurring, it's because I bit my tongue <laughs> a week ago, and I keep getting it. Uh, the Roger Corman episode yesterday. Holy shit, I got a whole new respect for that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. He, he was he got like an engineering degree or some sort of degree from Stanford. Four days on the job after that, he quit to go into movies. Yeah. he hated the job. And, and then uh, his movies are kind of shitty, but but it's yeah. also, uh, it influenced a lot. Yes. Even Planet Terror, that was a big uh, Roger. He said he, he pulled a lot from Roger Corman for that movie. I believe that. Got a lot of run on yeah. drive-in theater with Joe Bob Briggs. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, he pointed out the the people that he, like, not his progeny. I forgot how he worded it, but it was like Jim Cameron. He named John Carpenter or somebody yeah. else. I'm like, you motherfucker, you really did. He's, he was like a godfather. He, like, man. made some monsters there. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, then I watched uh, Bronson. Mm. I don't know if y'all seen that one. Long time ago. uh, Tom Hardy. Yeah. That is such a crazy movie, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Tom Hardy, like, knocked it out of the park, man. Yes. There's a part where he's going to fight the guards. And he tells one of the guards that he's got, and he says, here, rub this (laughs) all over me. Oh, yeah, like some sort of oil or grease or something? (laughs) He says... Uh, rub, rub it on my ass. He goes, not inside the ass, faggot. <laughs> 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 that killed me. Because yeah. well, he said, rub it in my ass. And I was thinking, if well, if I was that guy and I was held captive by him, I'd probably do the same thing too. <laughs> Sliding that credit card. <laughs> yeah, you know, it is like, he's not in my asshole. <laughs> well, That's such a good performance, man. In jail or prison, they use like uh, lotion like that or baby oil if they can get it, and they'll rub it all over themselves when they know they're gonna fuck shit up or oh, they're right. fight. Yeah, so that way nobody can grab a hold of them. Yeah, yeah, the floor, yeah. People slip and fall. <laughs> but that was a good movie, though. That was I really enjoyed that movie. That's uh, that's a different type of Tom Hardy. I, I like you could see where his weirdness yeah came from. Was that also Nicholas? Yeah. Winning? Yeah, because the thing starts out with him like in the dark, like just doing a monologue, right? Yeah, like he's doing it for a crowd. Yeah, okay. And but uh, yeah, it's a it's a good movie. I like that one. Then I watched uh, Dice Rules, the concert. When, <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay. Yes. When did that come out? Like nine ninety or eighties, like late eighties. Is that okay? Is that the one where he's in black sweats? He still has his big shoulder padded, like bedazzled jacket. jacket. Yeah. Yeah, he's wearing a but jacket. But he's in black sweatpants. Is that that one? I think so, yeah. Because I remember... Madison Square Garden. Maybe. Okay, yeah. I remember when I was a kid, like, my mother and sisters took off to do something, and I'm home alone on a Saturday night, and I'm like, oh, what's this? And you saw that? And (laughs) it was, like, late night on Cinemax or something, like, oh, that means I shouldn't watch it, so I'm going to go ahead and turn to that channel. Yeah, it was uh, was funny watching this, because this was... He made this whenever he was on top. 1991, okay. 
And uh, I sent y'all that that uh, that clip where he goes. You sent a few clips. Yeah, he says. Uh, he says. And oh shit, Eddie Griffin is in it. Yeah, he had a very small part. Uh, he says uh, that whenever the the baby starts crying, that the wife turns and looks at you and says, "Would you go pick up the baby?" <laughs> and he goes, "Fuck you! <laughs> you wanted to have him." <laughs> You go fucking yeah. wipe his ass. He sends us some interesting clips. Sometimes. It was funny, man, because I couldn't <laughs> stop laughing when he did, when he did that. And then the, he says that he he went to uh, he talks about jerking off. Mm-hmm. How you only you know who what you like. You know you should just like date yourself basically. Okay. And he says, uh, then you go to the store to get some fucking Vaseline. <laughs> And there's always someone that gives you attitude, like, why, why do you need so much Vaseline? Because my, my girl likes it in the crapper. What do you want? You want to try it out? <laughs> and the way he just tells his jokes, man, it's just fucking hilarious. And uh, what I like, too, is that uh, when he's doing that short film, he's dice, right? Mm-hmm. And he's reading the script, and he's like, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, I've... You know, like, he can't say I, you know, like, uh, he's reading this word, he can't pronounce the word. Okay. Which made me laugh, but it also says that this is just an act. Yeah. It's yeah. not, it's Shit. not who he really is, you yeah, know. because apparently when he was first doing comedy, like, probably 10 years before this thing came uh, out, it was like, there was him, he would do, like, Travolta impressions. And yeah. Like, and part of it was just the Dice Man, that was a bit that he did. Right. And then over the years, it turned into, well, the bit is Dice the whole man. act. Yeah. Yeah. And he does a Travolta, uh, he does Grease Lightning. He, uh, mm-hmm. he does a song, and but it, it was just funny because I'm I'm glad he added that in there to show like it's just an act. Yeah. it's not real. He's just reading a script, yeah. you know. So uh, I thought that was it was funny. I know a lot of people don't like the the guy, but to me, I think he's, comedy will never be like that again because you no, know no, there's so much cancel not. culture now. Yeah, I mean Chappelle would try <laughs> to do a smidge of that, and he gets canceled. Meanwhile, now that I just moved my head to the right, I see tomato meter seven percent. Seven percent. Oh, yeah, because. Shit. People fucking they're pussies, man. <laughs> Even back then, like I'm reading uh, Eddie Murphy's. Oh, there's no. Uh, oh, here we go. A must see for all dice. Fucking Roger Ebert liked it. He did not. Oh, he did not. Oh, my bad. One of the most appalling movies I have ever seen. Yeah, get fucked. <laughs> and uh, supposedly this movie was supposed to be released by 20th Century Fox because oh. they did a uh, uh, Fort Fairlane. Yeah, okay. but because of the Nora Dunn quit. Uh, Saturday Night Live because he was going to be on the show. Yeah, That turned into a thing and then uh, uh, Fox got cold feet and buried Ford Fairlane. Damn. And they sold this movie to some small independent company. That- <laughs> so what company was behind Brain Smasher A Love Story? A love I think story. that was like <laughs> Vidmark. <laughs> and Me and I were watching that. We're not ninjas! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he said that... Uh, he, he handed his career to 20th Century Fox and he screwed it up. Yeah, okay. So uh, he said he would never do that again. But, yeah, but, uh, yeah uh, I liked it. Uh, you know, like I said, I don't think anybody would ever really get his stuff now. But I, it's just fun to be bad. It's perfect this. for now. Because it, you know what? Because, right? you know, you put people in their own rooms and they watch this, they laugh. They'll laugh, definitely. They'll laugh. Yeah, fucking laugh. Sam Kinison, all those fuckers. Oh, yeah. You know. It's a shame you can't do that anymore with other people because, you know. It is what cry. it is now, I guess. Fucking yeah. cry, baby. All I can do is I can enjoy it. Uh, then I watched uh, Can't Buy Me Love. Hey, Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. Extra that was, anchovies? No, that that's a, that's a, my uh, 
something lover or something uh, P, uh, lover boy lover okay. boy yeah gotcha. okay yeah. so that, that that wasn't bad the whole when he stands up to the the jock at the end you know with the baseball bat fucking gerardo <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> and whenever he slams the baseball bat down no! i was just like whoa dude you could have hit somebody yeah. <laughs> like chill out the chick with the boobs she was in uh Reform school girls nope. as a USA oh, up really? all night. Yeah, yeah. she was one that. of my '80s favorites. <laughs> Who, who's the other one? The singer, uh, the one that you like? Oh, uh, EJ uh, Elizabeth Daly. Yes, yeah. yeah he's the, oh, yeah. Who was who was the host? I think Gilbert Godfrey was Saturday nights. Friday nights, Caroline Schlitter. No, uh, Rhonda Shear. Rhonda Shear. USA up all, all night. night. And wow. then she always like pushes up her boobs when yeah. she does it. Oh, nice. all okay. night. Uh, and before then, before Godfrey and Ronda Shear was a host, her name was Caroline Schlitt. And she was a comedian and she used to host USA Up. Really? Night. Yeah. Okay. Man, well, there, was a, there, there was some good shows back in the day, huh? <laughs> Fucking <laughs> private school. Yeah. Something with a private in it, private resort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, then I watched Juice. Yeah. Dude, Tupac was killing it as an actor. He was barely a. Barely a not even a teenager, just like he's like what twenty two. Yeah, but if that, maybe uh, it really makes me wonder what kind of actor he'd be today. I'd be curious about that. You know, like well, would he be a Joaquin Phoenix type of actor? Well, I mean, look at him in uh, what the hell was the one with him and Tim Roth and Gridlocked. Yeah, yeah. I like that movie. Well, you know, I can't find that one. You know, no. Tupac isn't like like your typical dude from the hood. He went to. Uh, he, he, went went to, a, he, he went to school. He went to, school, school. Yeah. He went to affluent, uh, affluent uh, uh, musical schools, yeah. and talented schools, you and know? an acting school. Yeah, and so he's not one of these. You know, he's not your. He's not like you know somebody like Ice Cube that actually yeah. you know came up from something else. He was, he was not broke. Right. You don't go right, to those schools right. if you're broke. Well, I think he 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 lived with this lady who yeah. uh, helped him with his career. Yeah. And that's why he went to that school that yeah. or he met Jada. Yeah. And so sad. <laughs> but uh <laughs> it was an entanglement. Yeah. Right. Uh but uh the way he I think he was an actor I may get be getting this wrong, but I think he was an actor first. Okay. That that was his real passion. Yeah. But yeah. he just happened to be a good rapper too. And uh, watching Juice, I was kinda like Man, I he could have been something really, really good. If he had gotten oh, yeah. his act together, like with all the shit that was going on with Suge and everything, if he had gotten his act together, I think he would have been like a Joaquin Phoenix type of actor. Did you, you know, ever try to make acting. the eggs with the 40 before? I tried. No, it no, oh, hell no. It was not oh, good. But I do love the way he was watching movies, though. He's like, yo, you know, like he was, I was going to send you a video. That's clip. Mondo right there. Yeah, yeah, that's me when I watch Rocky, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or Transformers, you know. The but, only movie that Stephen King ever walked out of. Yeah, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, Maximum Overdrive was ooh, the Green so Goblin. Better. Well, he directed yeah. that. Yeah, he did. Yes, uh, but Juice though, I, I really like Juice. The part whenever uh, Omar Epps is at school and he's in the locker, and then he, uh, Tupac says, "I don't give a fuck." You know, I was just like, "Fuck, dude, he was really on it, man." Yeah, so good. So such a good movie. I like that movie. He got man. really emotional. He was hitting his fist. You know, yeah, his palm of his hand. He just going for it. It did like uh, he he was kind of I don't want to say Cape Fearish uh, with his performance, but there were some parts like when you see at, at the funeral, uh, Omar Epps is talking to uh, uh, what's uh, 
uh, Raheem's mom. Yeah. And in the background, you you see Tupac just kind of like turning and looking at him. You know, like like what the fuck? Like you watching. Yeah. yeah. And and then he just says, I, he was like my brother, you know. And then he hugs her, and I was kind of like, what a fucking snake. <laughs> you know, he was really good at what he did. And I don't know if there's any. I'm sure there's stuff going on, you know, inside that yeah. made him bring that out. But I was kind of like, damn, this this guy was great, man. Yeah, he was really good. Uh, so you definitely would have been somebody way bigger, not just an actor, because he was he was politicized at a young age. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, like, definitely. He was, yeah, he was all about the cause. Yeah, just the thug life hit him like the Holy Ghost, as he said himself. <laughs> 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 then I watched uh, Unbearable Weight of Massive Massive Talent again. Very nice. Very that nice. was a really good movie. Uh, then I finished up the boys. the The last episode was uh, on Friday. Okay, such a good show, man. Really, that's the show I want to watch. I'll get to that one day. <laughs> it's really good. I recommend it. I mean, we started the first episode a few months back, and then just didn't finish it. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll wait for you to watch it, and then that just hasn't happened. It's tough. There's some things that it's tough to watch. Yeah, but at the same time, it's also like, wow, you guys really went there, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good stuff. And then I was telling you, I watched Honeymoon in Vegas. Wasn't bad either, you know. Nicholas Cage doing his thing. I guess I almost been a Cage kick. Sounds like it. Yeah. So uh, then I watched. Uh, I finished up Animal Kingdom season five. How how many seasons total is there? Is that the end of it? There's six. Damn. The it's the sixth one is going on right. And that's now. on Amazon. Yeah, you can watch them on Amazon. Yeah, okay. really good show. Uh, the uh, Ellen Ellen Barkin's character, the because they go back to when she was younger. Okay. And it's played by Vincent D'Onofrio's daughter. I thought you were just going to say Vincent D'Onofrio. I'm like, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> a whole other show, right? <laughs> oh, shit. But his daughter, she, she's a bit of all right, you know? She looked like Ellen Barkin when she was young? Because Ellen Barkin was fucking hot, man. No, definitely. She don't look like Ellen Barkin back then because I remember her in Sea of Love when she got naked. You know? She was caught. Oh, dude. Switch. <laughs> Switch, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, she, she was... Uh, the, uh, D'Onofrio's daughter is really good. Wait, what? What? I'm, I hate that I just Googled Vincent D'Onofrio's daughter and then Google like autofill is like Sean Penn. And then yeah, she was married to Sean Penn. This is D'Onofrio's daughter married Sean Penn. Yeah. What? From July 30th, 2020 to April 22nd, 2022. Yeah. I think it didn't last long. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we got I mean, a critic in the background. Cute. She's cute, but I'm like, I wouldn't peg her for Ellen Barkin. Ellen Barkin was stunning, man. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder how Vincent felt about that marriage. I don't know. <laughs> We're having different conversations now. Yeah, like, that's it. That then I watched uh, Players Club, the Ice Cube movie. <laughs> Fucking Jamie Foxx. Dude, <laughs> Ice Cube. Are you entrepreneur N-words? Yeah. <laughs> Ice Cube was a horrible person in that movie. Was he? Yeah, because he got that girl raped. Uh, I haven't seen that Diamond's so cousin. Yeah. Uh, he gets raped by the dude from uh, like, Tales from the Hood. He's <laughs> he's barely in it, right? Him and Mike Epps. Yeah, he, like uh, no, no, not Mike Epps. Uh, who's some the other, other guy? guy? Like they were partners. They were like bad guys of some. Yeah, sort. Yeah, they were like, uh, like the guy that hired uh, hitmen uh, or some. Bullshit. Bernie Mac owes. He's there, like they're two. Okay. The cronies to that guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, that was weird seeing Ice Cube play that kind of part. Splackavelli, my favorite <laughs> song of that. Uh. <laughs> So he ain't people, your boyfriend. So many people coming in for that fucking soundtrack. I forgot about that. Yeah, they had the R. Kelly song in there too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And we be clubbing. And then I watched uh, Ocean's Eight, which I heard a lot of bad things about that movie. 
God, I forgot about that movie. Like everybody, everybody I know was saying that movie is so horrible. Yeah, and but. I was sitting there watching, and I was just like. This is okay. Yeah, was it horrible? It yeah. wasn't that, yeah. that bad. You know, I thought it was all right. I just didn't like that Danny Ocean is dead. Well, but even the way they talked about it, yeah, they didn't like, confirm it. Yeah, but if he is dead, I don't. I hate that because I think even Danny Ocean would con death. So I, I like that you're just assuming it's got to be true as opposed to going with what you would prefer, which would fit in with the movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's so weird. But if because they're not, I don't, I don't know if they're making another one, and if they do, they've got to bring him in. No, probably because there was so much. Because when did that come out? 2016. Yeah, something like that. So I mean, it's been six years. So I'm probably not gonna make it. But no. the movie did decent business. Yeah, you know. So I, I thought it was okay. I mean. Yeah, it's probably not as good as Ocean's Eleven, but the other sequels weren't as good as yeah. Ocean's Eleven no. either. So, uh, but another Ocean's movie probably do good. People are starving to go back to the theater. Yeah, now. why not? Just put 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 that one out. You know, don't make it so complicated. But you know, just yeah, just do a good one. You know. Uh, <laughs> then I finished. Just uh, make a good movie. People yeah, will go watch it. Just go make a good yeah, one. Easy. Top just Gun did good. it. You know. <laughs> uh, that only took I, five years. <laughs> yeah, it was I, in the can for like two and a half years. Yeah. It was. Uh, then I finished up Umbrella Academy, ah, third season. Yeah, yeah. Is it okay? Because I I stalled in season two. I was right there in season one. Umbrella yeah, Academy. so was I. I was like, fuck yeah! Season two just dragged. This man. one kind of drags too. No, a lot sure. of talking, and I'm like, okay, are they gonna get over their their feelings over their dad? Yeah. Like, okay, let's move on yeah. from that. Come on, and because they go into a different dimension. You're right. And uh, they see their dad, but he's different. Right. It's but at the same time, he's still an asshole. Alternate yeah. reality? Yeah. Okay. And it's just like, all right, already. Like, come on with this guy. Get over him already. Let's move come on. forward. Go <laughs> kick some ass. But it was all right. I, it wasn't as good as some of the critics said it was. Yeah. Then I watched World Trade Center for the first time. Is that the one with Nick Cage? Nicholas Cage. Yeah, I've never seen that. Pretty, I, think, was, I think I had that DVD. It was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. You know, Oliver Stone doing his thing. You know, not it's not the Oliver Stone movie you'd expect with right. World Trade Center. I remember it being really subtle. Yeah, this was like Ladder 49 World Trade Center. Yeah. You know, this was a commercial movie for him. He probably got paid 10 million, you know, for uh, his services. And that's probably what he needs to bankroll his documentaries. Yeah, I can see that. You know, so it yeah, was I mean, a studio movie for I him. saw that like a few years after it came out. I didn't see the theater. I saw it a few years later, and I'm like, that was actually really fucking good. Yeah, yeah it wasn't. It I wasn't remember bad. I was against it. I was like, all these people making money off of this shit, I'm not watching. <laughs> then I watched uh, The Man from Toronto. How was that? Because I'm hearing not good stuff. Yeah. Him. One of the worst I've seen. Really? <laughs> who's the, who, like, Woody Harrelson, who else is in it? Kevin Hart. Oh, okay. So and you know just... who's directing it? Patrick Hughes, the guy who did Expendables 3 and The Hitman's Bodyguard. Oh, I didn't maybe. mind the hitman's bodyguard's wife. That was fine. Really? Because I heard that was worse. Than I the heard first that one. sucked. Yeah, I heard that too. I went in like that. And I thought it was okay. Okay. But Patrick Hughes just makes movies that are just they're action, but they're assembly line action. Okay. You know, and he just they just tell him what to do. Hmm. You know, there's no there's no. Brett Ratner had a, a better style than this guy. <laughs> Okay, uh, he had his. You could see where Brett Ratner uh, took from certain movies to to make his movies better. Mm-hmm. Forty Eight Hours, Beverly Hills Cop, all that. You could see the Brett Ratner in his movies. This guy, I'm like, there's nothing about you that stands out, yeah. dude. He's like, color by numbers. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what the studio loves. I want the color by numbers. Exactly. I want the template. 
you know, we can if we can make you know a couple million dollars, we're fine. Ten million, we're good. And yeah, you, we'll hire on you again. just you just made another Kevin Hart movie. Yeah. That's a, that's more Kevin Hart than you. You know, like yeah, like you're like I don't know Patrick Hughes. I don't like Patrick Hughes. That's how I feel about Ron Howard's directing. Really, yeah. it's a, Backdraft. It's a studio safe pick. Backdraft. I, I, I Holy feel, shit! I feel like he he imparts nothing. Like okay, you should watch Rush then. I like Rush, but yeah. I mean, it's not like it was anything in there that went like, "Oh yeah." Now Bryce Dallas Howard directing is not bad with her fucking yeah. Mandalorian shit. Yeah, she, yeah, she. I, some of the stuff is. Yeah, you know, like, I like Bryce Dallas Howard. She's cute. She is really she got cute. talent. She's you know? pretty. I'm waiting for one of you guys to bring up that picture that showed up the other day. Is like people have. What I they saw say? that. Yeah, <laughs> you already uh, know. I saw that. They had to Photoshop her. Yeah. That flank was too much. They had to tone it down. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she got dunked. Yeah. She got dunked. <laughs> wow. But uh, Ron did a uh, ransom. He's done lots of you know popular movies, but like, did he do anything amazing with the camera? No, not not really. No, very color by numbers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the cast was great. Yeah. The actors are good. Right scripts and everything. Now there is something to say about that as a director. If you're getting great performances consistently out of your talent, you don't have to do a lot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I That's mean, a different form of directing yeah. as well. You know, you're bringing out what you want on film there because with the great performance of the actors, what the director's seeing, yeah. want you to see, and so there's talent for that. I'm not saying the brother ain't talented. I'm just right. saying, you know, he hasn't really achieved you put him like, in a movie with bad actors isn't he? and yeah it's gonna be a, a shitty movie yeah okay or, or like like you were saying you can see uh, like sonny was saying uh and i said myself too uh multiverse of madness you can see the sam raimi stand right uh, right uh okay you, you can see I the michael man stuff i can see the the ron Howard thing where you're what you're saying is like uh if it wasn't for the good acting there's really nothing special where's about the style I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't like when people are like oh yeah ron howard's so good i'm like is he Maybe because yeah. I haven't seen all of his movies. Like, I still haven't seen uh, Apollo 13. I like that I mean, one. That was good. But then but again, I mean, that was also performance-based That was performance-based. Right. Like, yeah. everything, people are like, oh, you're so good. I'm like, okay, I've seen Ransom. And the other stuff that I can think of, Rush, I mean, I liked it. But, like, nothing in terms of what a director, and I'm not going to claim I know everything a director does. But, like, in terms of, like, camera placement, movement, any of that yeah. stuff. He's the Barry Switzer of directors. <laughs> He inherited Maybe. Jimmy Johnson's he inherited, talent. Yes, exactly. Up. Exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so he just didn't crash the car. He already inherited I, the car. Yeah. And he just guess, yeah. kept it in the kept it on the road. Like when I've heard people say, like he's so good, I'm like, I haven't seen anything that makes me agree with you. But that is yeah. a talent, though, because especially with that kind of talented acting on many fronts, you have to put up with their attitudes, their egos, and what their point of view is. Okay. So, there's, so he's a manager. Yeah. So there's a different management style. Okay. In the direction so, front. So, yeah, Man from Toronto, yeah, I'd avoid it. Wow, I say okay. avoid it, please. Uh, then I watched The Terminalist, Chris Pratt. Yeah, I saw that. that. I was telling you earlier, if they would just short, if it was a, if it was a movie, it would have been a very good movie. Okay, so you were liking it? I was loving it. Did you like it all the way through? Uh, well, I only saw the first episode, uh, okay, so okay. I haven't seen The it first episode that. is great. That's yeah. a, That was Fuqua that made that Shit. One, you I know? Was- Fuqua's really good at uh, bringing in some realism in his movies. Yeah. You know, because he said he spent a lot of time with Navy SEALs. Yeah. That he, he wanted to make sure that people who went through the military yeah. would see this and say... That's what they would say. That's that's, that's, that's the right thing to do. Yeah. 
you know, the way he's reloading the gun, yeah. the way he's handling the gun, everything is perfect. That's what I loved about it. I was like, whoa, he knows what he's yeah. doing. <laughs> like, it's no, it's no bullshit with the yeah. action. Okay. But, um, yeah, the movie could have been a little bit short, and it remained, reminded me so much of Shooter. Or, I mean, it could have been a movie instead of a series? It yeah. could have been a movie instead of a series. A good two-hour movie. Well, I Damn. think they... I think they went because they went away from them doing the movie route because you know the book series is really long. Ah, uh, okay. And th- there's a lot of politics involved with what's going on in the movie in the show, mm. uh, and it reminded me so much of Shooter. Like I was expecting the ending of Shooter. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. I mean, I'm excited for it. Actually, that's that's how I feel about that show. Yeah. Like, okay. No can't wait to it's it's more. really good it, it really is good i just felt like this could have been a great movie uh, a really, i could really see that movie. i could see that you know along the lines of think of like uh patriot games but with a lot more action you know? yeah okay. yeah there you go that that's a because i i really did not like patriot games i was like this is just a bunch of talking like wow the action is in the talking but and if that movie had a lot more action i would have enjoyed it that's why people enjoyed clear and present danger more than they did patriot see games. i haven't seen that one Clear and Present Danger had more action that. in it. Okay, and this one is kind of like that, but it was it was Anton Fuqua, you know, like yeah. hey, let's, yeah, I like making <laughs> it political, but yeah. there's there's yeah. also action that he likes to do. Yeah, you know that's what that's what I like about Fuqua is he's he really wants to be an Oliver Stone yeah. slash John McTiernan. Yeah. My you know? my brother in laws were they've read the book series and they were telling me how. The book series is is fucking awesome. Well, it's it's written by a real seal. Yeah, I think. yeah. yeah. So they said it's, is, it's all kinds of. Re- they got away with everything they could possibly get away with to uh, where they didn't expose certain things. Oh wow! <laughs> nice. and, so, and there were some things in there. Where I was just like, wow. Okay, that happens. Huh? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. So uh, good show. Good now show. I really like that one. It's it's it's, oh, it's, it's good really stuff. Good. Hey, Chris you, Pratt's good in it. Do you watch uh, Jack Reacher? No, I've seen the guy fucking Aquaman from Smallville. I felt some of Jack Reacher in that too. Yeah, okay, because I wanted, I want to see that. It's really, oh, the show, the show, Jack. The show, yeah, yeah, the show. I like the movie, the the first one. Oh, I like the movie. I liked the movie, movie, but reading the description, I mean, I haven't read the books, but reading what description from the movie, uh, the books about like how he should have looked. Yeah, yeah. Really looking forward to the show before it came out. I just haven't seen. it. I heard the show's more uh, faithful to the book. Okay. Which doesn't yeah. sound like a bad thing based yeah, on what so. I've heard. Fucking Blue uh, Mountain State. <laughs> I started the guilty play. The first nice. episode uh-huh. of The Bear. The, okay. The yeah. kid from uh, Shameless. Yeah. He's a chef. Uh-huh. It's pretty good so far. Yeah. The first. It's like thirty minutes each. Just because it was a, a what you call it reference in the background is that why it was good. The oh, Mark yeah. for Death. The Mark for Death. Yes, <laughs> of course. Uh, no, it was it was actually really yes, good. That, uh, all right, pause. <laughs> add to list. <laughs> Welcome it's, to II. <laughs> it's the whole uh, Chicago gritty streets kind of chef thing, you know. Okay, yeah. But it's but it takes place in the kitchen. Yeah, and, and it's really it's not bad so far. I, I I liked the first episode. It was really good. I can't wait to watch the rest. That's why I bought uh, Lights Out. I heard that one's also another hood type of show, but with this boxer. I forgot about that. Hope Mc, McLean. It was on FX. Okay. And then I bought a Dice over here, you know, the, his TV show. Yeah, I see. And uh, gang related, which is kind of like The Departed, but with a Mexican mafia. Okay. Oh. So uh, then I watched uh, Highlander. The movie or the show? The the movie. The original movie? It exists. Yeah. It does. The fabulous Freebirds are in the opening scene. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let me tell I'll tell you this. Yeah, the, the wrestling thing. Yeah. <laughs> I like the style of that movie. That. I was like Russell Mulcahy was was a he is a good uh, 
he he opened the door for a lot of that type of uh, look. Every like everything is wet. The streets yeah, are wet, dingy, okay. dirty, black rain. Looking. Yeah, like it, it really looked good. Like he came from the school of Ridley and Tony, and uh, but I was just like, the story is like really blowing the shit out of me. There, <laughs> there can only be one, because <laughs> there was a part where he they're fighting on this battlefield, and the way the camera looks, the way the image looked, it looked like I was watching some horrible vhs shit like it goes from then to to today they, that might have just been like a really bad transfer or something. maybe yeah. yeah and uh i don't know i was like is this a director's cut where they put in things that that looks horrible oh, just for story's yeah. sake right but uh, i love the style of it. i'll probably watch it again but uh what's his name uh, clancy brown it was that clancy brown yeah. yes yeah he's in his room with Mr. the Krabs. sword and everything yeah. you know he's just like swinging his sword and shit i was just like this motherfucker's jacking off in here. That's, <laughs> what, that's, what it's, that's what they're trying to tell us. He's jacking off in his room, and then the whore comes in, you know? Yeah. The whore? Yeah. <laughs> then she comes in. So uh, I need to prep. Yeah. But give me five minutes. I need to I need to watch it again because I just was not feeling it. I turned it off. I was like, I'll watch this another time. See, hearing you say that there was style in there, I'm like, I haven't seen that in years. That makes me want to watch it again. Yeah, and, and I heard this guy, okay, he was supposed to direct uh, Rambo 3. Oh, wow. Which... I would have loved to have seen that style in Rambo, in the Rambo movie. Who did Rambo 3? Anybody? Peter McDonald. Oh, he was right. like a second unit guy for different movies. Yeah. I think he was probably ghost directed by Stallone. <laughs> I can see so, that. Uh, but Russell Mulcahy's uh, style looked really good. I like that. Hmm. You know, that was uh, pretty good. And I was wondering, like, what happened to this guy? I don't even think I've seen that widescreen. I think I've only seen it, like, just on TV. Wow. Well, I've got it. I've, I've got it, it right there. You know, it's... it's that might have to come back. If you want to borrow, so how did you yeah. feel about the Scottish guy playing Spanish? Yeah. I didn't get that far. I didn't get that far yet. I, I, like right after he, I, you see Clancy Brown in the in this room playing yeah. around, I stopped it right there. I was like, all right, I'll watch this later. He's like, Mister Krabs, I can't watch this. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I watched Elvis. Oh, oh really? Because you've been messing yourself over it for months now. It goes on a little bit too long. Yeah, because each scene is like a new song. Okay. And I'm kind of, after a while, I was kind of like, all right, like, let me find out who this guy is. Yeah. And you don't know much about him for besides some, his music. For some reason, I can't see Baz Luhrmann going too far in that direction. Like, it made me really want Oliver Stone to make this movie. Like, <laughs> okay, you don't have to show, you, it doesn't, every biopic doesn't have to be the doors. Right. But at least let me learn something about the guy. Okay. Yeah. You know, and you really didn't show up. Forrest Gump teaching him how to dance. No, I was waiting for that. Though. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Uh, but it just—you don't really like walk hard. Was it walk hard? <laughs> was more uh, in depth with the character than oh no, no shit! Yes. Wow. <laughs> there's even a part that was kind of almost out of walk hard when when all the girls are going crazy about his uh, gyrating. Yeah. And uh, I was like, this is straight out of walk hard. I mean, you realize I was based on Elvis. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right? okay. <laughs> but uh, that was an actual real controversy. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I've already I've already seen this. Yeah. yeah this uh, this looks just like that that movie, you know. But uh, even the part where he's supposed to be out of shape and, you know, bloated, this actor didn't even look out of shape. Well, of course not. I was just like, are you going to do what he did? Was Elvis really out of shape, or did he just have two weeks worth of shit in him? Either one. He know. was very puffy. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, he would forget lines, too, because I remember he did the concert in Hawaii, and then he, uh, he did performances in Vegas, and he was like, uh, double well, see, cheeseburger, 99 cents. They, they did a uh, Vegas show, but he was, like, lashing out at his manager. Yeah. 
he was saying, fuck you, you're fired, you know? And was that I don't Tom know if Hanks? that really happened. Yeah, it was Tom Hanks. Wait, Car- so how, how prominent was Tom Hanks in that movie? He's just throughout the whole movie. So was it from his point of view? Yeah. Interesting. Hey, have you heard that Tom Hanks has Parkinson's disease? Oh, shit. I have not. I have heard some things where they're like saying that uh, that people that have worked with him, like assistants and stuff that are working with him, has he's been shaking. And I don't, really? I've only read it one when one place, and I didn't pay much attention to it. I just didn't. It just when you mentioned Tom Hanks, there it popped in my head. I was like, has anybody else heard this? So, and then uh, the last thing I watched, I finished it last night at three in the morning. Was yes. uh, Stranger Things. Okay. Uh, see, I, I was starting to think this show is really starting to get overhyped, and I wasn't liking it. But that last episode was pretty good. Yeah. I just started watching that. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a song that plays uh, also. Uh, the The needle drops are pretty good in that show. Yeah. But uh, there's a song that plays by Moby. Um, uh, they played it on The Sopranos too. Uh, it was when like Tony's dying but uh he's living he's living a dream where he's kevin finnerty and he finds out he's got uh um, alzheimer's okay and there's a song that plays at the end of that episode that just makes it even more sad and it's moby uh let me see i think i think i got it it is you can get stuck by obi nobody (laughs) listens to tech right (laughs) when it's cold i'd like to die okay let's see i know i know i've heard this one I like Moby. You know, I, I don't immediately recognize that. Okay, so they played this on on Stranger Things, and it was actually really fitting. And, huh. and I was just like, "Wow, that's really, really good." And uh, the song oh. choices make a show. Make yeah, a show. yeah. And I heard this one too the other day. You need to watch. Uh, fuck, my brain just blinked out. Zoe Kravitz, uh, High Fidelity. Who? Yeah, yeah. High Fidelity. Yeah. Have y'all heard, heard this it. one? Yeah, what, was this in the show? Why did you bring this up the other day? Uh, who was it? Uh, oh, I was looking up the director of Dice Rules. And <laughs> How did that lead he, to New Edition? He made... Uh, Young-ass New he Edition. He was doing yeah, uh, uh, music videos. Okay. And one of the music videos he did was uh, Mr. Telephone Man. Oh, Mr. wow. Mr. Telephone Man. Yeah, and I was like, why don't they make on, music like this? Hit that high note. Like There's something wrong with my life. It reminded me of that song, Mr. Postman. Uh, hey, Mr. Postman. That's kind of what it was supposed you to know? be. Yeah. Okay, so I was, uh, I was like, why don't they make music like this anymore? This is, this is the shit. Like a new edition was uh, Earth Angel, and uh, they sang Earth Angel and oh. Karate Kid too. Yeah, they did a whole album after they Bobby did. left. Yeah. After Bob- Bobby left, they did a whole album of covers. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Ralph Tresvent was the lead singer. Yeah. Wow, well, that Karate Kid Two soundtrack was something. Oh, else. that was a group, man. Bell Biv <laughs> DeVoe, Ralph Tresvant, uh, Johnny Gill. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, everybody. Everybody broke up into superstars. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And the last thing I'll mention is uh, I'm reading Eddie Murphy's book. I don't like the author. Oh, okay. It seems like he hates everything that Eddie does. Wow. Like he's always like. Uh, he even said that uh, he said Eddie was. Uh, Going to the low lowest common denominator was comedy, kind of like Jim Carrey did with Dumb and Dumber. I'm like, do you uh, not like so anything? So he's putting his like, opinion on yeah. <laughs> and then we look, and the title is the unauthorized biography yeah. of Eddie Murphy. I don't yeah. know if it's unauthorized, but because uh, it says that 
he's quoting Eddie Murphy with with a bunch of yeah. uh, things. The lowest common denominator. It, that's subjective. That it, it is. On the person. And it seems like this author doesn't go by that. He goes by. He's the critic that says, "Oh yeah, Kickboxer is a horrible movie because uh, it's just a stupid fighting movie." Mm. And so you're not. It's like I, I get that's what it is. Yeah. But you also got to enjoy it for stupidity for as what well. It is. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not Citizen Kane. Like, like he compares yeah. it to Citizen Kane. It's like okay. it's not like, going to be that. Okay, movie. then you're then that opinion's irrelevant. Then. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, because if you watch Bloodsport, people still remember Bloodsport today. Fucking thirty fucking years later. How many times? I'd love to see. Uh, uh, you know how Netflix does the hours watched. Yeah, I would love to see the hours watched on that movie compared to Citizen Kane. Yeah. I bet you Bloodsport beats it by a long shot. Yeah. And <laughs> Citizen yeah. Kane's a long run of runtime. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, uh, yeah. that's what this book feels like to me. Like I feel like this guy's opinion because I think the the author's gay, and you know, with, <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, listen, it, it, this goes into You're gay. <laughs> you know, and you know how Eddie was was uh, oh shit, here we go, uh, okay. making fun of homosexuals. Yeah. Okay, he I think a, he, he took a, it personally, he had an axe to grind, and yeah, okay. and just wrote these things about him and okay. it just it just it just wasn't it doesn't it doesn't feel right this book i want to throw it out the window the other day see people you have to hear the whole thing you yeah just can't, before you start laughing you just can't blow your wad at the opening <laughs> now here's the next book i'm going to start reading oh this should be good ronda sheer a life unlived the age of cage uh, yeah so y'all, y'all got anything else for this episode just low blood sugar <laughs> yeah. let's see this episode is going Fucking on four starving. hours Let's see what the, the final cut is going to be. One hour, 28 minutes. Yeah. Maybe you should break it up into part one, part two. You Maybe. can do the, you can break it up into like little, the news. He's not and exaggerating. Then what we watch this it is three hours, 51 minutes. I didn't realize. I know we've been here a while, but. Son fuck. of a bitch. Yeah. Luckily, the movie's only an hour and a half, so we can probably get through that yeah, one I'm quick. I'm going to go to work later. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Well, I guess, I guess that's going to do it for us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. People can suck it. <laughs> All right. Go well, bring me a sandwich. <laughs> I'm Mondo and I promise I'll do better next time.